Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back to another, another, yet another great episode of the Elder Scrolls and Gameplay News Podcast from Arena to Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Online. We are Quest Gaming Network production, available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube at questgamingnetwork.com. We are the Elder Scrolls off the record. Today's record date is Mordas, the 6th of mid-year! And I am a Varwin voted most likely to throw a ginormous hissy fit when in line at Taco Bell drive through in his high school yearbook. Yay! Hi. Uh, and of course, uh, I am not alone. I've got my wonderful cast here, as you can see right here, displayed on the U-tubs. Uh, Liz might be that one jerk at Taco Bell drive through who places a huge order and changes it three times. Mistress Lobo. False! This is false. Four times. I have not changed my Taco Bell order in over 30 years. Really? That's actually impressive. How, what do you... Alright, what do you order, Liz? What is that? Three tacos. It's hard or soft? Uh, depending on how my teeth are feeling. <laughs> do you do the Taco Supreme or is it just three tacos? Three beef. Oh, hell no. Oh, gross! Okay. So that's a no. Beef, lettuce, cheese, and shell. And that's it. And that's it. Okay. Next question. Is it ever like chicken or no? No! Oh! Chicken's really... I mean, you think their beef is bad. Their chicken is worse. I don't even think that's chicken. I think it's like gecko. <laughs> you don't know. From gecko Geico. might be delicious. Yeah. Like a parfait. <laughs> like a parfait. Uh, of course, Liz and I are not alone. We are joined by the person who is most likely the type of person to throw a bag of quarters at a person in Taco Bell drive through for annoying him. Rob Rage Philosophy. You know, there's a lot of truth to that statement. <laughs> Although it probably would not be a bag of quarters because those are mine. Now, a bag of marbles or ball bearings, yes. That might be. Wow, ball bearings, huh? Ball bearings. <laughs> I know you used to do the gummy bear thing where you'd slingshot gummy bears at people. Yep, got banned from a movie theater for life for it. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think Zephin pulled you out of uh, out of a movie theater once, right? That might have been a thing. That's why he has the mustache now, so he can disguise himself and go back to CX Men or something. I, I, I was about to yeah. kick this guy off of our stream. I'm like, who the hell is... Oh, that's Rob. He's just, <laughs> he's just wearing a headset. What's different about you today? <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, yeah, I've got the, got the earmuffs going mustache. on here. Uh, and, like, the, sorry, I forgot my aviators. Otherwise, I'd do the whole Top Gun thing. <laughs> Look like a transgendered Leia. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> and uh, 
we have uh, the one and only the person who came up with the idea of having only one lane at the Taco Bell drive-through, so you can drive around. So you can't drive around people. Mike, the Tarielic historian. Listen, I know the customer service base that Taco Bell is serving. Most of them are 420 stoned out of their minds. <laughs> you had two lanes, and it's going to cause an accident. First, they're going to get there, and they're going to be like, dude, right or left. And then the guy next to him is going to be like, dude, get in a lane, right or left. <laughs> and then the guy behind is going to be beeping the horn. They're like, shit, uh, I'll go left. You go right, and they crash into each other. And that's it. You know. And then there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of thought at that Taco Bell drive-thru. I'll tell you that. There's a lot no, going no, on. No, 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 no. The best is when they're working at Taco Bell because they make the best tacos. They fill them so well because they're like, dude, you got the munchies. Here you go. They're the best. Sorry. Around. Nothing's ever <laughs> gone. Nothing's ever gone. Keep it down. <laughs> um, Mark's not here, unfortunately. Uh, he got super sick eating a Taco Bell. That's not true at all. He had um, the munchies, and that was the end of him. Yeah, but Aww. no, he he blames it on um, he blamed it on sushi or something. I say it, it might be Taco Bell, maybe it's not. But <laughs> anyway, we miss you, Mark. We wish you could be here. We got a gigantic show, and in case you were wondering, yes, folks, this show is hosted by the top by Taco Bell's idiots. Uh, we are we are also sponsored in part by our brand new Patreon supporters, Jack Sims, Dave MG, and Taco Bell. <laughs> I wish we were sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, also, we're sponsored by our corporate sponsors, uh, Tweaked Audio, tweakedaudio.com. Hey, I'm wearing them. They're fantastic. I always wear them. Um, probably the best headphones I've ever had in my life. Extremely high-quality headphones. They, they put out an amazing sound. Uh, and they ship them to you for free. Just go to their website, tweakedaudio.com, and get 30% off your entire order with our code off the record, all one word, at tweakedaudio.com. T-W-E-A-K-E-D audio.com and of course by Audible get a free download a free audiobook today at audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E trial.com slash quest gaming network today hey and we are also sponsored by Taco Bell not, no, a, not. not even a little bit no no speaking of Audible uh, the, those, the new Dragon Age books, uh, book three and four are out and we're going to be covering them on Dragon Age off the record. So you might as well listen to them. Yeah. You know? Uh, you can I also, got, I got a free one there. You, you can also download, uh, for free, um, <clears throat> the idiot's guide to ordering at Taco Bell's drive through <laughs> how, how to, uh, it's actually very simple. It's a one page pamphlet. Uh, so it's very easy to read and you get all the, uh, the, the ambience in the background, people honking and whatnot. And, and lots of loud music uh, in the background, so it sounds good. So you're actually there, listening to people order over a, over a radio. It's wonderful. I just, I think you're glossing over the fact that you had a hissy fit. <laughs> I didn't have a hissy in the fit. line at Taco Bell. I did you're not making fun of Taco Bell right now, but I want to make fun of you. Okay. <laughs> and we're also sponsored by this episode's five star iTunes five star reviewers. From the United States, Captain Double A Ron, loving my eye touch, critics lie, oh. and of course by Taco Bell. <laughs> critics lie is a great name. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you just went to Mighty Taco, you wouldn't have these problems. I wish I could go to Mighty Taco, but I can't. Because well, when you come out to visit, you can come to Mighty Taco. That sounds great. Actually, I would. I would definitely. Do that. <laughs> 
and then you'll make an eight-hour trip every other Tuesday for tacos. <laughs> so, so all right, Rob. Uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today in our episode? It's a big episode. Apparently, apparently, we're talking about Taco Bell. <laughs> um, but in, in all seriousness, uh, a Choco Taco would would be amazing right now. But uh, aside from that, we are going to be discussing uh, Elder Scrolls Online, some Skyrim, and um, yeah, the the new Elder Scrolls Six DLC that was announced, Taco Bell. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the note. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking someone has a complex here. All right, but uh, our, our discussion topics of the week are the new. Dark Brotherhood DLC available for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, ESO, third-party software cheat controversy. Data mind, new undaunted monster head and shoulder pieces. And stepping away from Elder Scrolls Online, a video of the uh, leaked footage of Oblivion for PSP that never happened. Uh, also a video, the, El, uh, the excuse me, the history of the Elder Scrolls in less than two minutes by GameSpot on fa- on their Facebook. For uh, Tamriel's rumors this week. Oh, what? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, for Tamriel's rumors, um, <laughs> leaked Bethesda game release list. Will it predict Elder Scrolls 6? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, of yeah. course... And, of course, the Rage of the Week at a random moment of my choosing and your emails. Absolutely. Um, But first, of course, uh, before we get things started, we've got a big show for you, obviously. Uh, Mike, we have something quick to mention, sir. Okay, so if you do not already have Elder Scrolls Online, it is on sale for the next day or two at DL Gamer for $18.99. Keep your eyes open. There's been a lot of sales on uh, the set I know that uh, Steam just got done having a sale on it, uh, so keep your eyes open, you know, maybe give it as a gift. You know, the graduating uh, senior that, you know, is looking for a job, looking for something to do over the summer, get him Elder Scrolls Online. He's yeah. looking for a job, so let's get him a game. <laughs> <laughs> All these moms that, that are suffering from empty nest syndrome now that their son or daughter's back, get him a game. <laughs> do you remember that time? Years ago, uh, when Avarwin, uh, it was Valentine's Day coming up, and he suggested that people would would donate to the show for a shout out for their Valentine. Do you remember that? Nope, I'm not sure if I remember that, but that, that no, no. Now, now that you, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I gave you a little bit of hell about that. But anyway, for some reason, <laughs> that reminded me of. Because <laughs> I was like, seriously, a shout out on a podcast for Valentine's Day. Hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Also, a lot of info on Elder Scrolls Legends is being published by Bethesda.net. ESOTR has stated that we will be going that we are going to be adding this game to our news and gameplay cycle. Next episode, we're going to break down based on the information provided on those articles and discuss it. We will not discuss the game from a gameplay perspective until it's released in accordance with the NDAs associated with the beta. And lastly, ESOTR Guild on the PC will start trials on Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Please contact me at KDRMickey, either in-game or on Twitter, for more information. Uh, these will be story and learning-based, so if you're looking for leaderboards or timed achievements, it's not something you're going to be wanting to do. But if you're looking to hear the story or learn about how to participate in trials, 
uh, come see me. All right, and uh, and Rob. Uh, yes, don't forget, tune in Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, uh, for Dancing with Daggers, which is uh, our Daggerfall Covenant-centered stream for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, you can follow the Daggers on Twitter. We are at ESOTR Daggers. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, good music most of the time. Uh, the, the other times, there's just no music. Don't worry, we don't play bad music. Um, there's usually well, a lot let of. Let me co- play Ariana Grande. So, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude. No, not yeah. not happening. No, not happening. No. Um, no. And uh, that that has <laughs> now debuted on YouTube. So we are no longer on Twitch. Uh, so we are now streaming on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, it it's a good time. It's uh, it's always fun. Uh, we usually get a little bit liquored up. Even though we're trying to do, you know, some sort of, you know, function or objective in the game, and it <laughs> usually ends up somewhat, um, yeah, we usually fall flat on our face, but we laugh about it too. But uh, uh, it, it's a good time. If you haven't, che- uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, we do not save the videos to YouTube, so the only way to check out Daggers is to catch it live. Well. Um... Boy, oh boy, uh, that's that's quite a lot that we, we've got going there, and we've got uh, quite a lot uh, ahead of us. So, so sit tight, folks. All right, we're uh, we're about to get into um, we're about to get into uh, all of our news discussion right now. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. And we're back. All right, so so uh, Dark Brotherhood DLC has uh, has dropped as of as of May thirty first. So uh, grab your blades of woe and black handprint marked parchments. Uh, excuse me. Are, are the parchments made of paper? The parchments are made of parchment. Actually, um, my cat decided to walk like right in front of the monitor that I was reading in that moment, and uh, I could not read at all. <laughs> But uh, we we good now. Um, <clears throat> making a note. So uh, as I was saying, uh, <laughs> uh, Dark Brotherhood DLC is available, and we've been playing the hell out of it. Uh, some of us love sneaking around and murdering diplomats in the shadows. Uh, some of us just love the crafting bags. Here's a brief list of the features from the new DLC, which is now available off the ESO Crown Store for two thousand crowns. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Cheaper than a mount. Uh, okay. So, the Gold Coast. Available. The characters of all levels. Where you can explore Anvil and Kavach. Kavach! For the first time since Elder Scrolls IV. Oblivion. Uh, new passive skill line. Exclusive to the Dark Brotherhood members. Hours of exciting story content and quests that allow you to revisit your favorite regions of Tamriel. New repeatable activities, including bounty quests, contract kill quests, and sacrament quests. How was that for dramatic effect? You like that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Litany of Blood, a Dark Brotherhood kill mission targeting victims around the world, has also been added. Uh, Two new delves, Hrata Cave and uh, Garlis Aegea. Pardon me. 
Uh, <laughs> two new, two new world boss encounters: the Kavach Arena and so a minotaur that's his name uh a minotaur who guards <laughs> tribune's folly uh powerful new gear unique crafting styles and other rewards inspired by the deadly dark brotherhood uh the new assassin personality three new crafted item sets three new sets available in the gold coast those are item sets three new item sets available in the gulf coasts uh, two new costumes awarded for completing quests in the Gold Coasts, two new mementos, and one new polymorph for earning specific achievements in the Gold Coast. The new Viridian Venom Die for completing a specific achievement. The Assassin's League crafting style. A brand new in-game musical sc- score inspired by the Dark Brotherhood and the Gold Coast. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> all right <laughs> so so that's the dlc uh we'll get into the base game features in just a minute but let's go to our resident assassin mike the tamrielic historian or the tamrielic assassin what do you think yes what? yes, yes. What's, how's we the dlc change how do you like it the dlc is amazing so far uh let's just say that blade of woe passive it makes a huge change in the way I play the game because, mm. you know, once you've tapped out the 501 um, max CP, there's really no reason to really engage in combat for experience. So to run around and use the Blade of Woe and just do the kills that way has completely changed gameplay for me. So uh, it is quite enjoyable to play. So much so that uh, we actually had to call and have someone check on Mark because he broke away from the group and just started killing people for two hours straight on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are doing, you know, the gladiator thing, the thing with the minotaur, the special caves and stuff. And where's Mark? Oh, Mark's in Anvil killing people. Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> he was late for daggers. Because he was killing people. Because he was killing people. Mm. <laughs> and then he left daggers early. Sounds like a noble people. cause. I woke up on Saturday morning, and he had already been on for two hours killing people. How, have you gotten into the, um, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the different kinds of quests, the bounty, the contract kill, and the sacrament quests? I have started them. Uh, the, um, the bounties are the, kind of like uh, other bounties where, you know, go and kill this monster type of thing. You know, it's... They're sending you to the different places like uh, the Kavach Arena, the Minotaur, um, at Tribune's Folly, things like that. The um, uh, the Nereid Quest, things like that. Um, so I've started those. And then uh, once you have entered into the Dark Brotherhood, you get contract kill quests, which are low-level quests in the Dark Brotherhood. And uh, you start doing those, and you have to do a number of those, kind of like a, a grind to gain enough uh, influence in the Dark Brotherhood to go up a level and to get the higher level uh, activities. So the sacrament quests are the higher level activities. So you have to do a number of contracts before you're allowed to do start sacraments. Mm. And then the Litany of Blood is a book listing off uh, some targets that you have to go kill. Now, did you complete the DLC? No. I haven't had that much time off yet. Okay. Um, oh, I got the Litany of Blood. Hmm. Did you? Yeah. Yes. 
Mm. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So, so Liz, did you complete the DLC? I don't know. <laughs> if there was some kind of ending, I wouldn't have known it. I was so excited about. Okay, I'm gonna go hunt people down, and first of all, I'm gonna steal stuff out of their pockets, and so I can get my thieving up and then kill them. Right. Oh yeah. Well, you're you're all about the gameplay, not the story. So you're clicking through all that. Uh, pretty much, but quests. Uh, I I actually turned up my volume for once in a very long time, and listened to the voice actors on this. Holy <laughs> God, they're good. <laughs> really? Oh, it, it, so it stands out, huh? Standout performance from the voice actors. Well, uh, yeah. Well, it didn't it didn't hurt that the the speaker um, was fine. Ah. <laughs> That these new poses they have going on for for both the players and the NPCs, <clears throat> oh, it didn't didn't hurt at all that the male characters now will stand in sexy poses as opposed to only <laughs> the women now. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So um, that so you. Yeah, I was like, maybe I have something to listen to now. That that's you- <laughs> that's the new assassin person. So did you did you earn the assassin personality? dead okay yeah oh you haven't seen me yeah standing around like i kept since i have that you know toga whatever that leather toga on <laughs> and you have a flower in my hair and you know sandals on and i have that that assassin stance i don't really care about the knife flipping or whatever she does but when she stands you know at that little bit of angle she looks like she's standing with her hand on her hip like she's about to tell you gag me with a spoon it's awesome <laughs> right. oh my god oh my god all right let's let's switch over to rob for a minute Rob, have you have you had a chance to play the DLC? How far did you get? Would you would you play? Uh, yes and no. Um, I went in and I started the the quest, um, and I got the passive for the Blade of Woe. That is as far as I've gotten, okay. and it's not because I'm not interested. It's because. I just have to murder everything, and I'm like, screw the quest. I see. If I see a white aura around an NPC and they're not a guard, uh-huh. I have to kill them. You're going to die. <laughs> They're going to die. You're going to die. They're going to die. <laughs> uh, finally, for like the first time, uh, I can actually uh, I, I, I can actually just obliterate all the NPCs that I possibly can in vocal guard. <laughs> that, that's what I've been doing. When, uh, well, well, like, if, if there's nothing else for me to do, if I'm not, like, farming mats or, uh, or, or trying vet maelstroms, like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go kill people in vocal guard. And well, what's great about it, you get a little bit of XP for it. It's not a whole lot of XP. And it doesn't progress your Dark Brotherhood skill line at all. So it's like, there's no point for this other than the sheer fact that I'm, I'm slaughtering people and I have counted... At least up to this point, at least twelve different kill cam animations. Oh lord! It's like the beginning of every it. insane clown posse song. <laughs> oh I God, stab it's just, people. It's just absolutely, uh, just just so much fun. And uh, I, I managed to get a couple of the assassin uh, assassins league pieces, um, but. Uh, other than that, I have not done the quests. Uh, I, I do plan to actually sit down and do the quests and actually like progress the skill line. Uh, but I figured that uh, 
Like I, I'm gonna let that area kind of die down just a little bit, you know, because yeah. like right now uh, for me, it's like really choppy in the Gold Coast. Uh, I'm not really? sure why that is. It's like certain times a day if I go in there, um, it's okay. But if I try going in there at night, it's like, man, like because you know when prime time everybody comes on, they're all trying to do uh, the Gold Coast. It's almost like like my FPS drops down to like ten. But if I go back to Orsinium or Hughesbane. It shoots right back up to 60, like, no problem. I'm not sure what the issue is. Um, I did upgrade to Windows 10, and the game does seem to perform a little bit better. Um, but it was like the same issue when the Thieves' Guild came out. When the Thieves' Guild came out, Hughesbane was horrible as far as FPS. Well, but, I mean, it could but be. But I think that everyone is there. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that, that's, my, that, that, that's my line of thinking. You know, I'm not a technical person by any stretch of the imagination, but... That's my theory, and uh, I'll just you know I'll, I'll get to it whenever I, uh, I get around to it. Plus, with you know w- with some of the stuff that came with the base game, like I've got my hands full. Oh my god, I've got oh, my hands full. That, we're gonna we're gonna break into that in just a few minutes. Um, but uh, I want to ask a couple more questions of just, and if anyone has the answers to this, just just answer up. Um, did anyone try any of the new delves, uh, Hroda Cave and Gar uh, Ajia? Uh, yes. Rob, in a word, in a word, good, did that bad, daggers. Okay. Rob, in a word, good, bad, indifferent. Good. Uh-huh. Claustrophobic. Really? Yes. Okay. They're very, 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 very tight and lots of enemies around corners type, uh, type stuff. It's like the, the these delves, I, it's not that they're hard, but they're no joke either. You know, it, it's very easy to run into something if you're trying to be sneaky and kind of have to be on your game. Which one yeah. did you try? Uh, I did Hroda and the other one. Uh, was it Sanctum Agia or Gar- whatever Garless, it's called? Gar- Garless, Garless Agia. Yeah. Would you? Uh, I mean, would would you recommend it to to listeners? Oh heck yeah! I mean, definitely go in there. Hroda Cave is is completely different uh, compared to anything that that we've seen in the game so far, or at least I, I can't think of any, uh, any one delve of them that looked like it. Reminded me of the, uh, the, the tunnels in a Falmer cave. Yes. And it has yes. a lot, you, you got to pay attention too, because there's a lot of s- new mechanics that they've put into these delves. So they've got the swinging blades that we saw in oblivion, those style uh, that have been added. Uh, there's secret passages now that aren't really pointed out to you that you, you know, activate, and uh, we get a return of a lot of old non-player characters uh, that you get to interact with. So some of them are very memorable people. Some of them, you're like, I interacted with them. I can't remember what storyline that was from. I better go back and find out which which story it was from. Mm. Uh, for listeners out there, okay, <clears throat> who were wondering, um, we've got uh, three new crafted item sets that I mentioned. Uh, Polenial's Aptitude. Varen's Wall and the Kavach Gladiator, as well as uh, three new item sets available in the Gold Coast as well. Uh, Sithis Touch, Flanking Strategist, and Hide of Morehouse. Um, you can get those, I know you get those uh, turning in your dailies Yeah. Uh, for this. Uh, I've got so much Sithis Touch that I'm like, yeah. I would like to give it away <laughs> at this point. They- yeah, they they also drop off of the delve bosses and world bosses in there. Uh, pretty much anything that could potentially drop an Assassin's League motif will drop one of these. 
Yeah. Um, the cool one is to be the Morn Mornihas one. Ma- yeah, Mor- yeah, Hide of Mornihas. Yeah, that's that the is one cool. that Wicked got. That is cool. Yeah, you what it does with the set? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what the set it's, does. No, I got it right here. It's, um, it, it's what it looks like. It's the head of a minotaur. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Hide of Morehouse is a Gold Coast drop. Um, the two the the two item bonus is uh, it adds uh, one thousand twenty seven max health. Uh, the three item bonus it adds uh, one thousand eight hundred sixty seven physical resistance. The four item bonus adds nine hundred thirty three max stamina, and uh, the fifth item bonus uh, rolling through enemies deals one thousand seven hundred sixty physical damage and knocks them down. That is awesome. That's <laughs> kind of cool. Great. That is cool. You know, and, what? And, and the helm on it is just absolutely ridiculous. That would it be this big old bullhead. <laughs> that would be really good for um, doing like a, uh, um, like a, an an, avo- an avoidance tank. Yeah. Yeah, but all three of these, <laughs> the drop sets, I'm thinking nothing is great for my healer Templar. No. I mean, I'd have to have a lot of stamina to be because I'm thinking I just want to somersault through everyone, you know, as much yeah. as I could. <laughs> Make uh, really a, lot, a lot of these are, are are not all that like amazing. I mean, I, I think Sithis Touch is the light set, um, and it's yeah, it, and that one, like the fifth bonus of it is uh, basically using for twenty blade. seconds after you use the Blade of Woe, you get uh, the major Berserk buff, so you get a a damage increase, um, which I mean, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not like an all-encompassing player, but I I can't really think of when that would be useful. Yeah, because I mean, you can use the blade of woe sometimes. Like I remember hearing when I was in a, in a dungeon or, or not a delve or something, and somebody said, "Oh, I just got that guy. I snuck up behind him and used my blade of woe." That's great, but I can't see, say, me, a magicka user. Uh, sneaking, being able to sneak up behind something really quickly, and then having something else to actually attack me, so that I would need to use my skills to get that buff. So, yeah, most of this patch comes as buffs to stamina bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the last one was a real big hit for uh, Magicka users, mm-hmm. and so most of the stuff now is for stamina users. Yeah, I mean, flanking strategist is really cool. I'd like to get a couple pieces of that because the the fifth. Uh, uh, the five-piece bonus on that is uh, any attack that you do from behind the target <clears throat> has an increased damage to it. So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that's like your old-school-style rogue gameplay. Uh, you know, so I, I'd like to get a, a, a set of that to try out. Um, now, these these uh, these sets, all right, three of them drop... Uh, no, three of them are crafted, Okay, so that's Kavach Gladiator, uh, Perennial's Aptitude, and Varen's Legacy. Those those are the ones that you have to craft. Uh, if you're around the Gold Coast, uh, these these uh, next three will drop: Flanking Strategist, Hide of Morehouse, and Sithis Touch. So, um, pretty good gro- pretty good drops uh, for for those three. Especially we were mentioning the Hide of Morehouse. That actually is a Gold Coast drop. Uh, the last four come from Telvar Stones. Uh, that is uh, Galarian's Revenge, Vice Cannon of Venom, Thews of the Harbinger, and Imperial Physique. Those are uh, new sets added for for Telvar Stones. So you'll, you'll do you get, have the information on those? Like, because I, I hear yeah. about all these sets, and I'm like, I want to know what it does. At the, yeah, like the I have it right thing. here. I have it right here. <laughs> um, you know what I'll do is uh, if you're if you're in the notes, um, I'll just put the link right here for you. 
there there you go uh okay. so that's that um, yeah the galarian's revenge might be something for you i mean spell crit magic regeneration spell damage uh as it's as the the four the top four i don't have a, there's not a fifth one listed um but you know those are magicka based um yeah Oh, this site that you've got is great. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a yeah. We're um, what is this? ESO Academy. They're very very yeah. good. We're we're getting this information from ESO Academy, by the way. So so huge shout out to them. Um. So so those are the sets. Uh, did did you guys want to stop on any one of these for a second and and just you know kind of go over it? No. All right. No, I mean other than uh, you know I I plan on testing these out just uh, over time just to see because like I'm. I'm, you know, I'm starting to get into you know trying to get the highest DPS uh, you know possible with different sets. So I'm I'm usually derping around uh, a lot with that. You know, just so I I might report as I try them out. Well, we're on sets though. Uh, some of the older sets in game that stopped at VR14 have been updated. So uh, when doing Sanctum Ophidium, I got a ring of uh, the Drew King Slayer that was a CP160. Yeah, uh, that dropped and it sold for one point <laughs> one hundred seventy five k on a guild store this week. Wow, wow. So uh, well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned the champion point thing because that's actually that actually goes back to uh, veteran rank removals, and that is part of uh, probably the biggest part, um, or probably the biggest affecting part of of the base game patch um which we're going to get into right now uh so for the base game this is what if you didn't pay for the dlc or if you're not an eso member uh this are some like the bigger stuff that that you're getting um okay so so crafting bags which i (laughs) it's funny that i say you don't have to pay for that i think that is yeah you got to be subscribed to uh to get the crafting bags so i'm subscription only yeah i I misspoke on that but Okay, so subscription only is crafting bags, but it is part of the base game patch. So it's not part of the the DLC, which I know it's a little right. wonky, but that, yeah, that's... you don't need to buy a DLC to get that. Right. Yeah, and if you stop your subscription, everything in the bag stays in the bag, and you can take it out. You just can't put new stuff into the bag. So it's not like if you subscribe for one month and then stop your subscription that the bag disappears. You would still have access to everything you have in the bag right now. So for some people, that's the way that you know they might do it: is subscribe for one month, let the subscription lapse, just so that they have the access to the bag and have everything that's in it. They can't put anything else new in it, but, but at least it, it frees up a ton of inventory space. Oh, it does. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into this in just a second. Let me just list this stuff off for the listeners. All right, so part of the base game patch, okay, crafting bags. That's uh, that's it right there. Removal of the veteran rank system. Poison making, group tool improvements, item trait improvements, uh, purchasable additional character slots. You can now do that. Uh, Character nameplates, enchanting improvements. Uh, Looks like uh, the enchanting um, profession has been completely overhauled. And Mm. Eh. Eh, not, not. I wouldn't say overhauled. Just, just improved. Um, And then starter islands have made a huge comeback. How? Well, here it is. Um, once you either complete the uh, um, the Wailing Prison, which is the very beginning of the game for your character, or 
once you've skipped the whaling prison. You're not going to start in um, your home faction's territory where everything is much higher level. You're going to start in the starter island. This way you don't have to travel to there. You'll be put there automatically. And then if you like, you do have the option of traveling to um, your faction's uh, main territory right there. So that's it. Um, we're going to go host by host here. Let's start with Liz. We haven't heard from you in a minute. Your favorite. Which one? We are, your, <laughs> <laughs> your favorite thing here. Uh, uh, yeah, there are too many things. Of course, it's going to be crafting bag. I have to say crafting bags. It's like asking who your favorite Harry Potter character is. It's always Fred and George Weasley. Come on. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's crafting bags. Um, I don't know what they did with the grouping tools. Um, the enchanting improvements aren't that different. Honestly, they're just there's one kind of node and you at least get you get one of each kind of rune that you need. So uh, leveling it will be a bit easier. Uh oh, looks like uh, Liz skyped out for a second there. Go, go ahead. No. Liz. Yeah, we, we lost you for a second. Your mama. Uh-oh. <laughs> Your mama. A very nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, got you back. So go ahead. I, I don't know. I know my least favorite is uh, um, the removal of veteran ranks. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that then. So what's your gripe with um, losing the, the veteran ranks? It's, I, was, I was discussing this in, in guild chat. Uh, somebody had a question. You know, He, had, he was past uh, level 50, but not quite VR 16 when this patch was implemented and didn't understand you know, the champion point system, which people were explaining it. And it is, uh, it's easy to understand, but it's just not intuitive. Um, yeah, no, definitely me, not. As, do what? It's definitely not intuitive. Um, we've got, yeah. we, the, so what basically happened was they took, they took the veteran rank system out and they made you level 50. Now the, you would think, okay, you're taking 16 levels away from me. Essentially, now I'm underpowered. No, because they're taking they're taking those those veteran ranks that you've earned, whatever it is that you've earned, and they're turning them into champion points. In a little bit, I'm going to go into what the formula was, like how they allocated that. It's clearly spelled out here on the website, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, so I, I don't want the listener to think that you know we're just going to throw that out there and just you know leave it leave it for hanging in the air i mean really if you were a a uh, a vr anything just tack on a zero to whatever vr number you were and that's your quote-unquote champion point rank but i still don't understand i'm like well it says in the guild roster i'm looking it up and like uh mike will have 501 champion points i'm like well is he level 520 or 501 cp or it's not i do understand the concept i just don't think it's intuitive like i just said um yeah it's definitely because not. of little things like that no it's definitely not intuitive. So, here's here's um, what they did um now now this i believe uh this was written uh by by uh yeah it was written by jessica Folsom, uh veteran rank removals okay she says you'll keep your hard-earned attribute and skill points you receive from gaining veteran ranks and new players will instead earn them while leveling up to level 50. so how does this work? You will receive two points, two champion points for every level that ends in a five. You'll receive. No, 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 no. no this is 
So this is not your champion points. This is your skill points, your attribute points. So your magicka, your stamina, and your health. Because when oh, okay. you're a level 50, you have 49 points to distribute to your different pools. Okay? If you were VR 16, you had an additional 16 to add to that pool. Okay? So okay. if you can only make it to level 50, you would be losing those extra 16 points. So what they did is every level that ends in a 5, you get 2 points. So level 2, 3, 4, you would get 1 point. So that's 3 points there. Level 5, you would get 2. So now you've got 5 points. So then you receive 3 points every level that ends in 10. So at level 6, you'd gain another point. Okay, 7, another point. 8, another point. 9, another point. 10, you would gain 3 points. So now you have 2 plus 3 plus 7. So this is the so attribute points. This is your attribute points. Right. So how okay. you gain points for during your 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 leveling um so that you know if you want to be all health you could put a hundred or you could put 64 points into health uh just like you would if you were vr 16 uh you'll receive 10 champion points as soon as you hit level 50 so you'll start out as a cp 10 as soon as your first character hits level 50 Right, now this is the champion point stuff. Yep. And then uh, after that, it's, you know, you gain a champion point every so many, what is it, 400,000 or uh, whatever number of experience points it's needed based on if you're enlightened, if you're not enlightened, and everything else. Right, so, I mean, it's... uh, Look, the information is there on um, on the forums... Okay, uh, for for the for the patch, you can check it out there. Um, but like like Liz was saying, it's not intuitive. And just to sh- highlight like why it's not intuitive, like this is what they did. So um, yeah, um, uh, I mean exactly the point that that Mike had to go into uh, all that stuff uh, proves my point. It's just it's too complicated. I don't freaking understand it. I hope the people are happy that that complained at the beginning of the game that made them want to change it. Well, I'll tell you, um, I I like it. I like it a lot better. Um, I didn't think I was going to, but I actually do. Um, I like it a lot. I do. I like it that there is a further goal for me because I didn't have a hundred or five hundred one champion points, and so I open up the guild roster and I see like <laughs> you know Mike having that, and I'm like, well, I got to catch up to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um for some reason to me now I know I knew that champion points were always able to be gained in the game, but to me um it seemed like once the veteran rank system was removed and now I'm earning champion points and that's my only way of progression. It seemed, I don't know, to me that it made everything worth doing again. Um it made going into you know, questing in, in DLC, like in Orsinium and all that. It made it worth it because as I'm playing the DLC and questing, I'm getting something out of it and, and relatively quickly. So, so the, the time spent and the reward gained, um, is, is pretty, pretty common. It's pretty consistent. Um, and it feels like it's, it's changed a lot for me. Whether it has or hasn't, I, I don't know, but I, I certainly do have a, a much better feeling when I'm playing the game now. 
one of the things I'm going to test out here is uh, on Jezeldark, I have only done the opening uh, Go Talk to uh, the Prophet quest line. And I'm going to try and get him to, you know, into the CP levels and then do the quest line to see if all of those um, uh, things that you get in the reward bag scale to, to CP 160. <clears throat> I want to make a correction. Uh, when, when you pick up runes, <clears throat> or you go to a runestone, whatever they want to call them, um, you don't always get the potency runes. And you can also now buy them, um, yep. even all the way up to the top level. Uh, you could you could buy them, which I love, because people were charging way too much for those things. So it, yeah. it's kind of nice. You can still yeah, get them around in the world, but you can also buy them. So it's nice. Yeah, I'm glad that they they went in and changed that because that was something that they were doing on the PTS, where originally it was going to be you could only get um, aspect and uh, essence, or not essence. Uh, what am I missing? It's, uh, it yeah, was aspect, aspect. And essence. yeah, and aspect essence. and essence. Uh, those were the only two that you could get in the world. If you wanted to get a potency rune, you had to buy it. And the higher level ones, which as of right now, um, are uh, Rapora and Etade. Yeah, I know that because I've been doing a lot of enchanting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. And, and and the fact is, like, if you could no longer get those out in the world, then that meant. Every time you wanted to make a glyph, you were going to be spending at least 2,500 gold because that's how much they were being sold for. So, uh, of course, initially, everybody starts freaking out, saying, no, okay, all right, we're going to have to start farming these things up so we can sell them. Eventually, Zenimax decided, okay, well, uh, this was a bad move. So they put them back in so that every time you go to a runestone node, you have a chance of getting a potency rune, but you will always get at least one aspect and one essence. So it I actually like this system. I've been getting a lot of stuff. So it's uh you know I'm I'm okay with these changes. How about them crafting bags? No <laughs> been a game changer. We said before yeah, it, it was really gonna be a game changer. Yeah. But it has been. It has been. Tell I, me what I've been picking up absolutely everything. I'm everything why? Yes. Because now I have space for 4.3 billion items. No, yeah, no no joke. Yeah. Okay. 4.3 billion items in my inventory for crafting stuff. It's amazing. It's a huge game changer. I feel like I can now, if I wanted to take my main character and explore other professions, it's worth doing because I'm not wasting my time sifting through my inventory Picking yes. out what I want to, so so that's how I feel. What about what about you, Rob? I I freaking love it because before, with all the characters that I've leveled up with crafting so far, it literally used to take me about an hour and a half to do all of my writs, just from jumping back and forth and putting uh, you know X number of materials in the bank or a certain type of material because I always kept those mats on a mule. You know, I always kept them on a mule character. Yeah. And now I can log into my main crafter, go collect the writs, boom, 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 and I'm done. Go turn them in, log on to the next character, do them again, and I'm I'm done. I want to take know? I want to take a few seconds on this one too. Uh, Wicked Wolf in the chat room, 
uh, longtime uh, QGN uh, community member, says, I love the crafting bags, and I love how people are crying about not having them if you did not subscribe. <laughs> you know what, Wolf? I got to say, I completely agree with you. You know, I understand that uh, if you're not subscribed, you feel like you're missing out on the boat here. Um, but for, for those people who, who are complaining about it, all right, it's, it's, it's a little, it's really silly to do that. All right. You're, you're <clears throat> complaining about, <laughs> you're complaining about something that someone else is paying for, um, pay for it, you know, resubscribe to the game. I mean, Zoss has to do something in order to entice people to subscribe to their game. They have to make that subscription worth it. And I told Jessica Folsom once on, on a, on a private conversation, I said, you know, uh, the buffs and whatnot that you get for subscribing is nice, but the subscription's not worth it. And I like this. I like seeing that they're making it worth it. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's personally, I think it's a brilliant move. And, um, yes, is one of the reasons why I continue to subscribe to the game. You're um, not changing your game if you don't have the crafting bags. They didn't take away anything from you. Yeah, right. People have been playing for what, two years now? without them yeah um so they didn't take anything away from you stop well, they, they did take away Sorry. something from me they, they took away the the mini game yeah yeah the eso mini game <laughs> the eso mini game i no longer have to play the eso mini game for four hours a week <laughs> shuffle my shit <laughs> that's all i did i was telling he, he jumped on one night and he was like what do you want to do and i'm like i I don't know. What have you been doing? Well, previously, I used to just do writs at this time of night for three hours, you know, running back and forth between what I've put in the bank and what I haven't. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't I have to play the game now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't it? It's, it's wonderful. It really is. Um, between between feeling like I'm being rewarded constantly while questing and feeling like I have you know, all this space in my inventory, I could just hoard all the things and save them for later for when I feel like maybe diving into something I've never gone into before in this or game. Or God forbid they change the game and you might need that stuff. Right. God forbid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's it really is. It's really great. It's a, it's a great feeling getting into the game and doing stuff that's been there for months. Yep. It feels new again. It really does. All right, um, we we got to move on. Uh, we've been we've been on this for for a little bit longer than um, I kind of wanted to be. Not too much longer though. I, is there anything that we want to spend time on before we move on to our second topic? Character nameplates. Who the hell decided on the size of the font and the color for that? Needs to be able to be scaled. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I was so excited for these things, and then I'm like, I can't see them. I I can't I can't see them. Can't see them. All right, so so I mean, Liz, can you like link us maybe like a screenshot or something? Show us what you're what you're showing, what you're talking about. I think I'm taking a screenshot of it, but <laughs> all right, I, I kind of I would have to look for one, but I would I will if I find one. Yeah, if you yeah. can, I mean, I would love to come back to this maybe like later on in the show if you find one. Let me know if you find one because I want to be able to throw that up on the on the stream. Be like, you know, kind of go over it. Now, the other thing too is like, I know you, I know you're, you know, you're obviously a graphic artist. Um, if that's not obvious to our listeners, she Liz is a graphic artist and she, she gets really, um, uh, passionate. <laughs> we'll call it passionate about fonts. And like, I one time wrote on an image. That was my sin. <laughs> And she was like, I hate it. I hate it. You wrote on the image. I hate letters on images. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. 
<laughs> well, if, if it was covering up the part of the image we needed to see. Well, okay. like I said, you know, you're you're a graphic artist. You know about this stuff. I don't. <laughs> no, I get really upset. Up, up, yeah, I do get really finicky about it. But I've got to say, I can't read them. Like, I really have to focus in and and to be able to see anything. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Anything else, guys? One more. So, Rob, we uh, grouped up together. Uh, was it Thursday, Friday? And I said, is everybody ready? And uh, and then somebody said, hey, there's this new ready check thing. Let's oh. use it. Oh, God. And oh, it almost ate Rob's computer. What? So his favorite thing has to be it. the ready check. Do it. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, oh god! I'm not, I wasn't even ready for for this, but here here it is. Ah, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man! That's some bullshit. Ah, come on! Rage of the week. <laughs> I love when the rage of the week has something to do with what Mike did, did to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> It's become my new thing just so that he has a Rage of the Week. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lately I've been so happy with everything, you know. And, I mean, there really hasn't been much for me to complain about. But but this happened Friday night, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And yeah. was, <laughs> Oh. All right. <clears throat> okay. So uh, Zoss is, uh, has implemented this new uh, ready check uh, option, which is by all accounts, is an amazing tool. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm I'm kind of surprised that the game did not have it sooner. But if you haven't updated any of your add-ons, okay, which we all have those add-ons that haven't been updated, but they're just too good to pass up. One of which, which it, it took me a little bit of experimenting to figure out which one it was, um, apparently was freaking out at the ready check. And what happened was as soon as the ready check was initiated, I was getting LUA error notifications. Oh god. But not just like okay, I get a notification here and there. Okay, those are annoying. No. In 15 seconds, I had 600 LUA notifications and they just kept going and oh going and going and going to the point where my game lagged out. And I had to completely close the game and reopen it. <laughs> it was like old school porn uh, pop-ups. Oh, oh my god! god. Wow. Why would you bring that up? Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> like a- a- anybody that surfed the internet in the '90s knows what it's like when you yes. click the wrong link and it's just a that is what happened. And like, holy shit! What the hell just happened? And and I had to close my game. And he's swearing and, at us and screaming, and you hear the stuff being smashed, and we're all oh, in there, you know. Man. Ray is terrified. I'm laughing. <laughs> I think you're going to kill me. And but, be terrified. Uh, but, but the other night, uh, the other night, uh, I, actually, it was, it was last night, um, I just uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to test this out, and one of our guildies uh, made the group. And he, he made the group with the intent of trolling me again by using this. And... Uh, I, I said no, no, no. Please, by all means, uh, go ahead and do it. I, you know, hopefully, I can figure out which add-on is doing it. And I, I found out it is an add-on which you may have called "No Thank You." Oh, it's, really? Yes, it is. And what it does is it 
stops a lot of those automatic things. Like you, if you don't want to be notified with the big letters that somebody got emperorship or your friends beat this <laughs> trial or any of that other crap, it blocks those. Okay. But it has not been updated for the ready check and the ready check mm. gave it a stroke. <laughs> okay. And, and, and my game freaked out. But uh, what, what I figured out how to do is you can go in to the settings for no thank you and change whenever it gives you an error where it places yeah, that error. Yes. And it was doing it in notifications. I just turned that option off, meaning it's just not going to give you a notification that there was an error, period, and ready check works. But, oh, my God, that was it was insane. Yeah, it was like 600 within 15 seconds when we tested it. When I didn't know what the hell was going on, by the time my game lagged to the point where I could not do anything, I was looking at over 10,000. Mother of God. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Um, this Justin, Liz has sent us an image across our desk here. Let's uh, turn to that. Oh, my. Here we are. <laughs> so, uh, Liz, I I'm not sure how well people can see this on the stream. Um, well, that's how well I see it in the freaking game, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this? Get some glasses. But there it is. Uh, will, will you give me money for glasses? <laughs> there it is. Uh um, yeah. So, Liz, tell tell the tell the listeners uh, in their in their vehicle or at home, wherever you may be enjoying your podcast, uh, <laughs> what it is that we uh, that we are looking at. We are seeing. Um, I just found an image. There are very few of these online. Actually, most of the images when I typed in Elder Scrolls Online uh, nameplate and then clicked under Google Images, I got stuff from Rift, and I was like, well, Rift did it right where I could scale it, and I could see it, and I'd love to be able to change the colors of these things, but it's a very small font. It is in, like, it's in cyan, uh, pure cyan. They've got a little bit of an undershadow, so you can kind of see it if you're looking out, say, over an ocean that is the same color. Which is you a, might be able to see it. Cyan is a type of blue for it, <laughs> folks like me who don't know what she's it's blue about. it's light blue <laughs> carolina color blue that you need for your color copier that looks very yes. sky I think it's more of an aquamarine it's the same color as the skype logo okay uh -huh. but it's just so hard to read and it is not scalable um now the stuff in, in white you can see on this picture it's it's it pops a lot more but those are npcs that you don't really care about right I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, other characters. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a different color for people that are on my friends list and people are in my guild, like that rainbow reticle add-on had. Mm. Um, that was really nice. I still have that one on. Can you? Because, can you yeah. change the uh, opacity at all? No. Look at me popping my microphone. No. Uh, can you change um, the opacity at all? No, you can't. No, you can't. But you can change the amount that it. Well, you it, the opacity will change if you hover or target over the thing in question okay which is nice so so if um, you're if you're like except yeah. i run around a lot and she can't see me. you're right yeah yeah okay <laughs> um yeah i, I kind of i get it i get it liz i see where you're going I see where it's you're going on that not one. helpful but it's nice to know that when you're running around cyrodiil and so many names are there that they're going to be easy for you to blur out sure in your head of course sure yeah all right i totally get it yeah that that's that's the reason why I haven't turned nameplates on. It would just... Blech, 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 blech. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, all right, we got to move on, guys. Uh, we've got you know <laughs> so much more show to go, uh, and we are approaching our our second hour. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, bah. But now, but now a word from our sponsor. Hello, this is Taco Bell. Uh, we we really do not like uh, what has been said uh, today. Uh, on uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record about our product. Uh, the people who come through our drive-thru are very nice peoples, and uh, they, they know what to order all the time. Thank you. So that was... Uh, oh, that wasn't a waste of time already. Word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so if I order three tacos, why do I get one pack of sauce? We want to talk about that. <laughs> sauce with their thick stuff is gross. Says you. Yeah. Uh, so, hello, this is Antonio from Lunchtime in Tamriel in defense of Taco Bell here on Elder Scrolls After. <laughs> 20 bucks is something where somebody says you're racist now. God. <laughs> I can't, I'm Spanish. I know. <laughs> That's fine, bring it on, I don't care. Whatever. It's not the first time this week I've been called a racist. Oh. Get at work all the shine, all the time for showing up in uniform and just being white. <laughs> well, anyway, um, on to happier things other than my um, apparent uh, assault of, of words at work. Um, oh no, this is actually not happy. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so so um, what's that? Okay. Uh, so th- third party software <clears throat> cheat engine has created a bit of a controversy here in Elder Scrolls Online um, in this way. Uh, popular PvPer, Zazir, uh, was either caught or has been purposefully displaying the power of a third-party software designed to cheat. While popular streamer Fengrush was live, depending on which narrative you actually want to believe, uh, Fangrush was live on his, his Twitch channel, and then uh, Zazir uh, was, was just going nuts uh, in Cyrodiil, just displaying the raw power of this third-party software called Cheat Engine. Uh, Cheat Engine allows you to manipulate values in the game to do whatever you want to do, including but not limited to flying in the game, uh, launching endless meteors at people, increasing your speed, uh, jumping super, super, super high, uh, and endless resource regeneration. Apparently, uh, this hack has existed since Elder Scrolls Online has launched, and the hack got updated, and more and more people started using it recently. This uh, incident <laughs> uh, created quite the controversy on the forums when um, 43 people, including uh, Zazir, were permanently banned for hacking the game. My oh my. Uh, quite the controversy indeed. Um, this happened, I think, was it last week, guys? I don't know, <clears> but I was thoroughly other. entertained by this entire thing. I mean, I understand why people are upset about it and, and whatnot, um, but I couldn't help but be thoroughly entertained by this whole thing. I never go to the forums. Oh, the PvP drama <laughs> is real on this one. I mean, this is a knockdown, drag out, like full on Jerry Springer <laughs> drama that was going on. Unbel- I mean, you pull out the popcorn and just sit back with a smile on your face over this. Kind of I stuff. did. I, t- I literally made popcorn. I'm yeah. not kidding. <laughs> 
literally made popcorn I, I mean, and just read all of this. Depending on what narrative you believe in or don't believe in, um, you know, Zazir either did this on purpose knowing that his, his account was going to get banned or he got caught. Um, I saw the video that, that Fangrush was, uh, was recording. I tend to think that Zazir was doing this on purpose. I mean, it was blatant. He was like floating, you know, 30 feet above the, uh, the walls of a castle in, I think it was Castle Alessia in, um, I could be wrong about that, but it was 30 feet above the walls of some sort of, of castle in, um, in Cyrodiil and just endless, endless meteors were, were just hitting. I mean, it looked, it literally looked biblical. It really <laughs> <Yeah>. did. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, I mean, it was insane. Um, so, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, they're going to get bat- booted. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw a number of videos. I read his letter uh, to the community, yeah. you know, describing why he did it uh, to, you know, bring this to light because he, he was tired of, you know, supposedly having to face this kind of stuff. But oh, uh, yeah, it's, you know, he, people were floating, people were spamming the healing thing. You know, the just, you know, one person was targeted with 18 meteors. And we're like, wow, that's really coordinated. And then you realize there's not that many people in the keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you come to find out many of these people are on, you know, leaderboards for, you know, the emperorship. Many of them are on leaderboards for Maelstrom Marina, uh, for trials. And you wonder why some of the stuff keeps getting harder and harder and it's almost undoable. Uh, yeah. So it's the kind of thing where it's, you know, it's nice that Zoss in that 24 hours on that Saturday pretty much whacked 43 people and said, you're done. Uh, it's yeah. concerning, though, that it's taken this long for it to happen, though. Well, <clears throat> yeah. the, the overt action that Zazir did, essentially, uh, according to him and, and uh, according to what Fangrush was saying on a video of his, uh, which I believe is available on his YouTube channel, um, which is the source of a lot of this information, uh, plus Zazir's uh, forum post, um, was was essentially to kind of point out, like, this has been going on for a really long time, but no one noticed it because people have been smart about it. Um, you know, it, doing things like, you know, endless resource regeneration and, and whatnot, um, and disguising it as, you know, oh, I have that brand new, uh, that brand new uh, set that gives me, you know, really fast regen resource stuff like that um so i mean if this has been going on since the beginning of the game i mean that's 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 disgusting and and it's sort of um i mean a lot of gamers are pissed off at, at both zazir uh pvpers in general and zas especially <clears throat> um con- concerning the fact that zas doesn't have any anti-cheating software to prevent this from happening um many are saying they've lost faith in zas that now a knee-jerk reaction to report people who are doing abnormally well in PvP might actually start occurring, whether they're actually cheating or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so who knows? Um, Rob, let's let's go over to you on some reaction on this third-party software cheat engine. No, I mean it's it, 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 it's crappy when when people have to resort to this type of thing. Uh, it, it, you know, in a game that is supposed to be a level playing field. I mean, cheating is cheating. Uh, whichever way you look at it. Um, I mean, I I did not follow this extremely closely. One, because I really don't give a crap. Um, you know, just because... the. 
This type of stuff happens in all games. Every single MMO out there, this stuff happens. Um, but I I did read uh, Zazir's post, or at least uh, someone that uh, posted it on his behalf. You know, it's like okay, you're you're doing this to get the company's attention. I just I. I, I found that post just difficult to swallow. It it just it <coughs> reeked, it reeked of BS. It, it's almost like okay, why would you play the martyr? I yeah, mean, it I mean, did seriously. reek of that, well, but it did get attention. I mean, we're talking it, about it, it right yes, now. You yes, know? it it got the attention. It, it it did exactly what it what it was intended. But why would you? I I, I just that, that's what I have a hard time understanding. It, it, is why would you put your neck out on the line? Uh, just you know, to to get the uh, uh, get the attention of of the developers and say, hey, look, this is really really screwed up. I mean, for crying out loud, like why why don't you just make a YouTube video, which many of them did, and many other people made YouTube videos of these players doing just this, um, and we're sending them to Zos. If, if you wanted to get their attention and say, look, here is a program that I'm able to use, and I can do this with it. Like maybe you should be aware of this. I mean, I, it it seems extremely sensationalized to me, and that's why I just yeah. kind of rolled my eyes at it and ate popcorn and watched the whole thing just transpire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the fact is is that yeah, I mean it definitely feels that way. Um, of course, Zazir says that you know uh, they've been complaining about they've been complaining about this for so long, for so long. Many people have been, and nothing has been done. And you know what? I actually believe that. Um, but you know, I, I, who, who knows? I mean, you know, it's just, it's just a silly, stupid situation. I mean, the, the fact, and we've always said this on the show and this is not directed, you know, specifically at Zazir. I mean, you know, he did what he did and, and that's it. But I mean, just generally speaking, like if you cheat in a game, why are you playing the game? I, in fact, the chat room actually said that word for word. We had someone in the chat room said, well, if you're playing the game yeah. and you're cheating at it, why Part of his letter said that he and a, and a bunch of his, his guildmates were planning on quitting anyway. But I was like, well, I think you probably had a good time doing this. And that's going to suck. So, obviously, well, if they keep like playing the game, now that they have another me. account. It doesn't. I mean, it's not going to permanently ban them, obviously, because they, you just make another account. Yeah, those, yeah. It, 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 you know. They can do well, that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about this about a year ago where a lot of us got sick and tired of PvP because, you know, a group of 12 people could not take down one Sork. And, you know, thinking back to it, you have to wonder if, you know, this was was that prevalent back then where, you know, how is it that, you know, a group of 12 or a group of 24 cannot beat one person or two people? Well, how about that one time when, you know, 40, 40 players are fighting you know, one guy, and he's like, "Oh, it's because I'm the uh, I'm, I'm the uh, the emperor." The emperor, yeah. And, and you're thinking to yourself, like, "Man, that aren't really like, damn, they really got to nerf that emperor thing." Then I mean, forty people fighting one emperor. I mean, really? I, so, so, and this is the part that we're talking about here, where you know, was that just because that's the emperor, or is that because they had cheat engine and they were cheating? I mean, there's there's sort of like a no confidence thing here with with this and. Sauce really needs to um, monitor this very closely because I'll tell you what, uh, there's a lot of drama that happens in PvP, but this one actually is is pretty scathing. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> it's a bad one. They really have to make s- very certain and very public strides to to uh, nail this down. 
All right. Um, anything else on that? <laughs> all I can oh. see now is when people complain, you know, that there's no more new PvP stuff to do. Well, it's because all of their resources are going to be spent trying to make sure that people aren't cheating. <laughs> uh, Monovan has a perfect uh, point. He says the problem is how many changes have been made because of things that cheaters did but were thought to be legitimate. Yeah. That's – come on. <laughs> a very good point. And so, again, anyway. here we are. What we're, we're have, We have been right here, right here before. Sorry, YouTube commenter. You're about to get pissed, so put those fingers on the keyboard. Ready for it? Here it comes. PvP doesn't belong in an Elder Scrolls game. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. There it is. Sorry if you don't like it. My opinion. But then, you know, Tough. these same people would also be cheating on Maelstrom Arena. They'd be cheating on, you know, the uh, the, the the trials. You know, they we'd be doing this anyway. So, you know, yes. it's not just a PvP thing. No, you're right. It's it, not it's, just a PvP thing. I'm glad you brought that thing. up, though. Because, and yes, kind of, but... And when they cheat, they get the good gear. They sell the gear, they get the yes. good money. Yeah, you know, and yes. in the end, it destroys the game for the rest yes. of us. Stuff beca- content becomes too hard I'm not, for normal yes. people. I'm not telling because... you you're wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you that the reason why I said that is because Monovan in the chat room said this. Okay, it's because of cheaters in PvP that things have been changed. And I, I think back, and how many skills were changed because of silliness going on in Cyrodiil, and that affects PVE. And and were those based on people actually cheating? Now we've got we've got a situation where in the past it could have been that cheaters were using this cheat engine, okay, overusing one particular uh, skill and exploiting the system, and now Zoss had to go back, change that one skill, and it negatively affected what we do in PVE. That's BS. And and it happens in every MMO, every single MMO. This happens where uh, p- PvP stuff just gets off the wall and they have to change the skills and it negatively impacts PvE. And, like, I just uh, it just aggravates the hell out of me. And when you're talking about an Elder Scrolls game that's inherently a PvE IP... <laughs> I, you know, it just I, it just doesn't belong there. I, I mean, like, again, it's my opinion. You know, I know I'm, I you know, some people find me, you know, obnoxious jerk for saying it. And that's cool. That's fine. You know, that's your opinion, too. It's cool. But I just I just think it was a huge misstep in, in, in regards to this. And now we're adding the cheating thing onto it. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. You know, it's nonsense. Whatevs. Any, any rebuttal on that, Mike? No. No. I think that, you know, I really hope that they do something about it and are as aggressive with the bans as they were last weekend. That if you're caught, it's a no tolerance policy. If you're caught using this machine or this engine or this software, or whatever it is, that your count is wiped. No, you know, slap on the wrist. You can come back next week type of thing. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. And, and, you know... Go ahead, YouTube commenter. It's it's cool. You know, feel down to feel feel free to rate down the video because of my scathing PVE comment that you can't. Stand. Oh, I love this. This takes cool. the pressure off of me for people hating me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a little bit of it. Say it's, whatever it's cool. you want to say, man. That's cool. All right, let's PVP move on to awesome. Shut up. Uh, let's move on to happier <laughs> things. Um, hey, guess what? Data mined monster helmet and shoulder pieces from the Undaunted. Yes, Dominoid, the ESO Reddit. Does it again. This time, he dug up new monster helms and shoulder pieces from Undaunted Pledges. And we have uh, links for you 
uh, right here to check this stuff out. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, Mike, you're kind of into this stuff, right? Yeah, so Rob and myself have been running pledges like crazy people when his computer isn't being eaten by, you know, Lua's. Uh, and one of the things Screw you, that... Mike. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that we noticed uh, was uh, some of the new ones listed here. There's one that says gear undaunted pirate skeleton head and pirate skeleton shoulders. So that would lead us to believe that we're going to see uh, an, uh, some new veteran dungeons on already existing dungeons uh, that we've already seen. So uh, that one in Bankerai there. Do you remember what it's called, Rob? Uh, oh, I believe that's Tempest Island. Oh, in Bankerai. So, no. no, that one's uh, Blackheart Haven. Yes. So, you know, Blackheart Haven, we would expect to see that. Uh, there's one in here that is uh, the Flame Atronach head. There's an Electric Atronach head. Uh, there's a Gargoyle head. Uh, Spider Daedra. Uh, what is this one? Uh, uh, Lamia head. So there's the all kinds skeleton. of different ones in here. A lurcher head. Yeah. So, uh, you know, all kinds of new ones. So I would expect to see some new vet dungeons uh, in the upcoming uh, uh, quarters. I know I know you're uh, the video here. You're probably unable to kind of make out these things individually. Um, but uh, I mean, <laughs> these things are are really I think I have another I have another image, too, that we can sort of post. Yeah, across the top are ones that we've already seen. So it starts in the top there, the Daedroth head that we get uh, from uh, Elden Root, uh, right, right. the Lich head, uh, the Magma head from City of Ash, uh, a Titan head. But it's the bottom row after you get past uh, the, the Engine Guardian, which most people know what the Engine Guardian looks like. It's yeah. the one right under the red one on the second row. Everything from there down is pretty much new. Well, I mean, not not even necessarily that. I mean, like uh, in this image that I, I just put it in the, uh, uh, I I just put it in the chat room for for our live listeners. But the one even after the Bogdan Titan helm, there is like what appears to be an ice Atronach helm and shoulder. Uh, then there's another one in here that Mike mentioned. There is like a storm Atronach helm and shoulder. Um, a lot of these that. Uh, are not in game yet that I mean we can really only speculate as to what um, you know what these dungeons might be. I mean, I certainly hope that uh, any future vet dungeons that they decide to make out of current regular only dungeons um, that you know will introduce new bosses to them um, because i I like playing these dungeons where, the regular is completely different from what the the veteran one is. Uh, for White Gold Tower and Imperial City Prison, you can't say that. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I learned this from running them. Uh, and I was very excited the first time that I was like, oh, we're going to do Vet White Gold Tower. Cool. I go in there, and it's the same bosses. I was like, what? It's like, yeah. I was running it with Zephan, and he just explains, yeah, it's uh, it's the same dungeon. It's just the enemies have more health, and they hit harder. Like, really? Man. <laughs> Man. One that makes me excited is the Undaunted Dune Ripper head. I'm wondering if they're going to update Craglorn so that some of these will be uh, veteran dungeons found in Craglorn now. Oh. I'll bet you that one is Volenfell. 
You think Volenfell will be the Dune Ripper? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've also we've got more guys. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, a number of new icons with titles have been uh, data mined, including artifacts, compass point markers, and map um, map uh, POIs, uh, point of point, point of interest. interest. Uh, currency, siege ammo, siege hook points, consumable, uh, consumable die packs, costumes, crafting, crown store, uh, entitlements, gifts, mage chamber, spellcrafting, mounts, skeletal, and uh, the wild hunt, um, personalities, pets, tokens, motifs, ancient Yokudin, Dromothra, Minotaur, and Order of the Hourglass uh, icons and items, all of them. So let's uh, let me throw this on the stream too. Uh, this comes directly from the Elder Scrolls Online forums. See right here, you've got the artifacts, and I'll start scrolling down. Uh, Mike, uh, I know this was uh, kind of your shtick. Uh, you tossed this on the uh... some things we've already seen. So, like a lot of the costumes, the Breton High, Breton Low, Imperial High, Imperial Low, the Shiogorath costumes. So it gives some credence to what we expect. Uh, there are some really cool things that probably Rage will rage again because there looks like there's going to be a new level of crafting gear. So. Ragged hide, ragged pelts, ragged skin, cracked uh, caperus, uh, bark, uh, enchanter wool. Uh, so all kinds of things. It looks like there might be a new level of crafting materials coming. Uh, there's also some things that uh, we've seen before. Things like stems, leaves, seed, seed pods that might be new uh, consumables for uh, things like uh, potions or poisons. Uh Let's see and try and figure out where you're at in terms of the screen here. Um, there's things in here uh, that uh, like gems, uh, bones, things that are going to go on your armor and weapons, um, blood, uh, phlegm, nitro, <laughs> uh, gall, uh, vitriol, probably are all going to be poisons, mushrooms to go with them. Um, all kinds of uh, what looks like possible stuff for uh, uh, poison. So that's looking really good. Things I'm a little more concerned about. Um, uh, they got the Crown Score Store Bounty Expunger, so you're going to be able to buy those instead of doing Thieves Guild. Um, there's... Um, I don't know about that, because uh, the stuff that gets rid of the bounty, uh, at least in my experience last night, that uh, it didn't get rid of my bounty for killing someone, but it got rid of the bounty for my uh, stealing stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's gotten rid of the bounty for killing for me. Huh. Uh, cool thing that so two some two cool things. There's gifts. So there's three boxes for gifts. So I'm wondering if we're going to be able to gift stuff at Christmas time. That would be cool. Uh, maybe something out of the um, the crown store that would be cool. That'd be amazing. And uh, then there's two things for mages. Uh, the mage chamber for spellcrafting. Uh, so there's the possibility that spellcrafting is coming off the back burner. Uh, there are a whole bunch of new mounts. Uh, very sad face. The first mount on the list is a panda bear looking thing. That uh, that has already been in game. Like that was one of the weekend ones, I believe. No, but then, I actually, you know, what? I take that back. I take that back. It has not. But then there's there's some cool ones. There's the wolf pet, the wolf mounts, so the red wolf, the black wolf. Then we get to the skeleton mounts, so skeleton bear, skeleton guar, skeleton horse, skeleton sench. Uh, then the wild hunt, so think uh, plant versions of all of your favorite mounts. Uh, so a uh, wild hunt like guar, that. wild hunt uh, sench, wild hunt horse, wild hunt bear. Uh, I like some lurchers. Pets. 
Yes. Uh, it's pets that we've already seen, such as the badgers, uh, the snake viper things, and then the tokens for appearance change, character slots, name change, and race changes. Yeah, uh, that's that's what what piqued my interest was these. The fact that, uh, you know, pretty sure they had said at some point that you were not going to be able to change faction. But they hadn't really said the same about changing race. Right. So, it's like, I, I it's, it's interesting. I hope you can change uh, change faction. I'm sort of hoping on that. I, I want to switch my main character to uh, uh, DC. That would be cool. <sighs> I would but, love it. Um... Well, anyway, um, <clears throat> boy, this, uh, this list seems uh, almost never-ending. It is. It's huge. And it first appeared this morning on Reddit and made it into my inbox uh, in uh, Twitter through the Reddit account. And then, uh, you know, went to the forums and it almost doubled when I got into the forums. Uh, so, you know, these are just token. These aren't even like like normal pictures. These are like the, the picture you see um, when you're clicking on something, if it's in your inventory or in like a drop down menu. So, uh, you know, they're the very beginning parts here for a lot of these things. Yeah. So, you know, light robe, you know, this is what you would put on your, uh, your paper doll. Uh, you know, it's not what your character is wearing. It's what gets put on there. So you know, a lot of these are listed, you know, things, some of them we've seen the fully fleshed out version, the, the red wolf, the Shiagorath costume. Um, you know, some of these are brand new things. Um, that uh, one of them is all DLC as a crown store item. So you'll be able to buy all of the DLC as a package. So we'll see. Hmm. All right. Uh, next up, uh, we've got, uh, for some of you uh, Oblivion fans out there, such as myself, uh, some leaked footage from Oblivion for the PSP. Uh, yes, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion version for the PSP. Uh, much like the unicorn in Oblivion. Yes, you've you've heard it existed, but... Never really had any proof until one day. Yes, one day you saw that unicorn. Well, one day has arrived for the PSP version of Oblivion, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the day has arrived. Footage of the PSP version of Oblivion has leaked, and we have it for you here today, which um, I'm going to I'm going to play for you right now. Um, I saw this. I don't remember if there's any uh, if there's any. Um, audio to this. I think there might be. Let's go check yeah, there out, is. Though. Yeah, right? Okay, so here it is. We're, we're starting up the the PSP. Uh, get the logo there, the Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion logo. Of course, the Bethesda. Uh, great, now we won't be able to post this freaking video on YouTube. <laughs> By the way, some people are asking what the PSP is. Uh, it's the personal PlayStation thing. Okay. There you go. It's a handheld playstation thing yeah yeah game boy for playstation pretty much yeah it's game boy for playstation oh i I figured that people wouldn't some people wouldn't know what it was okay right um i'm gonna be futzing around with the audio on this so so it's uh jesus it's 23 minutes long all right so we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna get you like a little bit of of what this is about um it's actually very very different than what you uh than the the game itself um, you're starting here in the prison, of course, but then um, a man in red robes opens up the door for you. The emperor does not come in. And so there's some dialogue going on right now. 
Same soundtrack. You can hear the soundtrack. It's the same stuff. Alright, that, that, that guy in the red robe just died from... <laughs> He died from a a a, a, a rock uh, ink, uh, rocks fell out of the ceiling and killed him. And then a dog is attacking the character, so you're here in combat now. Uh, there's some scamps here that we're killing. <laughs> the the heavy breathing from the character is really awkward. That's the sound. Okay, so that's the sound of a of a rat attacking you apparently. And sword swinging. The footstep sounds is ridiculously loud. It's it's far louder than it should be. I like the shotgun effect. <laughs> shotgun effect? What do you mean? When you cast a spell, instead of the, the normal spell type effect, it sounds like a shotgun going off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There it was. Yeah, yeah it definitely sounds like a shotgun. This is hysterical. Um, for, for podcast listeners, uh, you should probably, you know, definitely check out the YouTube, uh, video on this, um, on Quest Gaming Network, uh, YouTube channel. Um, the, the interface, you've got to see this. It's, it's, it's hysterical. It's basically the Oblivion interface, only just a little bit more, uh, streamlined. <laughs> do, do you think... Do you think... I'm sure the podcast listeners are loving the silence. Oh, I, I'm sure. Well, I mean, you're you're hearing silence, but they're oh, yeah, they're, well. they're not going to hear the silence. They're hearing the video. Um, yeah. So I mean, you get you it looks get like a bunch of rats humping your leg. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, I kind of get the feeling that maybe. Maybe this was like an alternate beginning here for for Oblivion, where instead of like going through the bowels of the of the jail, uh, you sort of are are walking through this guard tower, trying to get out. Uh, uh, we got a guard here, a surviving prisoner. You won't get further though. <laughs> okay, Mark has to stream this now, in its entirety. The entire game. Well, it was never <laughs> released, but I mean, wouldn't that be amazing if he could? Don't tempt him; he would. I would. I would. I would buy a PSP just for this game. You know, I would because I bought an Engage for Shadow Key. <laughs> yeah, you would. I would. I would. There, there goes another scamp shot by the uh, fireball shotgun. <laughs> what do you think in there, Mike? What do you think about this? I think it's highly entertaining. It's sad that, uh, you know, uh, it's not something that we have seen before. Um, you know, and I'm sure that there's a portion of this community that would pay big bucks to actually play this or to have an emulator version of it uh, for an iPad or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, if I had the disposable income, any disposable income, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, going from uh, Shadow Key on the Engage and, and looking at this as a mobile version, like I'm thinking to myself, like playing this on my lunch break at work. Yeah, I, I would, I would be into it, man. Like a little Elder Scroll. I mean, it wouldn't be like my go-to Elder Scrolls game, but I mean, it's 
it's something when you're away from your computer or your console, right? Yeah. You're on the subway commuting in, you know, you're you're yeah. at the in-laws, you know, for a long weekend. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yeah. What, yes. What you, Rob, what do you think about some of this? I mean, I, I, I think that it's, it's a shame that this didn't come out because I had a PSP back in the day and it would have made the plane rides that I was on so much yeah. easier. And your time you know, spent in hotel rooms just waiting for the job the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, you were stuck there trying to hook up Rift on your laptop that <laughs> ran at like one FPS. Like, oh, look, I'm, I'm playing at one FPS. Oh, and there's an update. So I guess I'll get to, I'll get to play this on Wednesday. Did you notice? Muscle wants to know if there's speech pizza. I think, you know, for him to find out, he's probably going to have to watch the entire, you know, half hour video. The whole video, yeah. yeah. We can't be wa- watching the entire video for no. him. <laughs> no, of course not. But, um,. I'll tell you what. One thing I did notice is that you know uh, there's no there's no character creation in the beginning. Oh. So. Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of like you know move ah! move through the uh, the images a little bit in, in the game. See if we could find some some speech pizza. Doesn't look like there's any of it though. All right. Um. So <laughs> let's let's end it on that. Uh. Right there. I'm all about this video. I saw this video. I'm like, this has to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is, guys. Your, your look. I'm like, okay, it looks like oblivion. Yeah, it does. Uh, not, not to be undone, of course, uh, GameSpot tosses out a video on their Facebook. The history of Elder Scrolls in less than two minutes. This I saw, too, and I was like, this has got to be on the show, too. Like, this is part of the reason why the show is so freaking large today. This is what happens when you have vacation, isn't it? <laughs> I, I put the show together in, like, in like four nights. That's how long it took me to write this damn show. I know. Every Watch, time he watching all these ESO crazy videos. Uh-huh. <laughs> he logged into ESO, and then he was like, oh, I got to go. I got to put this in the show. Mm-hmm. And acted all sad. You know he was excited about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here is the evolution of Elder Scrolls from from GameSpot. And you can find this on GameSpot's uh, uh, Facebook page. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There's some arena right there for you. Oh, yeah. You, you do realize that a lot of our listeners, 1994, they were not alive. A little, little dagger fall here for you. 1996. Immediately, you notice the uh, upgrading graphics between Arena and Daggerfall, right? <laughs> Battlespire 1997. Mark played the entire game. We have it for you on our YouTube channel. You should check it out. Redguard 1998. Mark played this entire game. We have it for you on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Morrowind. 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 2002, Morrowind. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. Now it's getting funky again. Elder Scrolls Travel Series Stormhold 2003. Dawnstar 2004. Yeah, Dawnstar. Shadow Key. I oh, have this game. 2004. <laughs> For the Nokia Gate. <laughs> Oblivion 2006. Oh, boy. 
and Skyrim 2011. And not to be undone. Elder Scrolls Online 2014, guys. Hey, there it is. Yay! Let's... We're still we're still on the chat room. We're on Oblivion now. Oh, are you? <laughs> So oh. I was glad you were describing what you were seeing because I'm like, uh I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the poor old uh listeners and uh and forsake them. <laughs> All right. Liz, what do you think about that video? You like that video? Sure. That's actually really cool. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I I love it when things are concise. <laughs> yes. So two minutes, cool. Good. Um I think GameSpot did a great job with that. They did. I like seeing some of the small ones that uh, we've never seen before. Yeah, like that sky. What? What the hoe? What the hoe? <laughs> oh, what the hoe? Yeah. What, <laughs> what was, what yeah, was that? Stormhold. Uh, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Skyhold uh, something. Uh, yeah. The ones before Shadow. Sorry. I find yeah. it funny that Dawnstar is a tiny little podunk town in Skyrim, and it had its own travel series game and. Was that 2004, 2003? Well, during the first year, it was like the capital of Skyrim. It was like an imperial capital. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's 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 funny to to see that. So I I don't think that was for the Nokia Engage, though. I, I might have to take a a, cl- a look and and maybe you know spend. Just gonna have to buy amount. another phone. Yeah, <laughs> an obscene amount of money <laughs> on a, on another old old freaking Nokia. All right, folks. Um, all right, so that's that's the end of our discussion uh, section, and uh, we're we're about to uh, get into rumors right now, which we've got uh, a little bit a little thing for you here. You'll, I think you'll enjoy it right after this. Oh my God, Becky! Did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock! <laughs> Whatever. All right, so I'm going to uh, put this image on on the stream. Okay, let me just uh, size this up here, and then bam, there we go. All right, what are we looking at here? Uh, this is please inc- don't lose your minds, people. Don't don't yes, don't lose your mind. Okay, this is an inter office in quotes inter office memo. I don't know why I'm quoting at the at the <laughs> screen because you can't see me right now. This is an, in quotes, inter-office memo from Bethesda to its employees, dated May 16th, 2014. Um, It says, in sum and substance, uh, annual E3 event will take place June, as mentioned in the previous addressing. Please be aware that you are prohibited from using and or referencing the following terms. Remember, this is from 2014, supposedly. Yeah, so there's a, a tweet from Pete Hines saying, you know, on May 18th, 2014, you know, I didn't really pre-announce our, our announcements, you know, that pretty much this is, you know, fake. Right. So so the, basically this thing is saying don't use the terms Fallout, Fallout 4, Fallout Nuka World, Boston Project, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 6, or Project Greenheart. Uh, that's what this basic uh, – that's what I'm showing you right here on the stream. Um, this was – 
this was horribly debunked in like the worst way possible. Like Kotaku came out and they're like, all right, so we got the dude that wrote this stupid thing and here he is. Uh, like Mike was saying, Pete Hines came out and they're like, yeah, I don't pre-announce our announcements. So there it is. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so, so this was, this was back in 2014. The silliness came out. Here's the thing. The, the guy who did this, he actually, he's actually kind of on the spot. All right. He says in 2000, in quotes, Bethesda in 2014 doesn't want to mention any of this. We're not going to make any announcements on any of this stuff. Here comes 2015, though. What do we get? An announcement for Fallout 4 at E3, and then Fallout 4. Um, and it's set in Boston. And it's set in yeah. Boston. And this year, we're getting Nuka World as an expansion. <laughs> so, what is uh... Leaves leaves the so here's the here's the question all right even though this is proven to be complete crap okay this is not true at all that it's it's not true and it's sourced you can look it up it's from Kotaku they're saying well not this isn't from Kotaku but the Kotaku said it's fake and we got the guy we know it's fake um it's really accurate like like more accurate than you would think like it's a really good guess is what this is um so i mean if this guy is guessing this stuff i mean what do we have left on this list we've got elder scrolls 6 in quotes project greenheart i don't know guys we're really we're like a week away from bethesda's e3 conference um you think maybe they might actually like do you think do you think like even though this is a joke do you think it might be accurate enough for 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 it to correctly predict Elder Scrolls Six, and that it could be Valenwood. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I'd be like so excited if you know Project Greenheart was the fact that it is Valenwood, and it's going to be Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Um, you know, there is so much excitement with uh, E3 coming next week. Uh, that would be like the topper is to announce that we're going to have a new Elder Scrolls game coming out, and it would be hilarious if you know this debunked pre-memo memo from 2014 is like you know that accurate that it's you know listed everything that's going to happen what do you think rob i think that i think that this was a long shot in the dark <clears throat> but the fact that uh but, but the fact that you have the coincidence of uh, you know fallout 4 because even in 2014 you know, players were asking for Fallout 4, mm-hmm. and players were also asking, okay, what about Elder Scrolls 6, even though uh, Skyrim was still, you know, somewhat recent, you know. I mean, it, it wasn't new in 2014, but it was still recent. Um, it it kind of hits that, that mark that, okay, people wanted to believe this so badly. Uh, so, of course, you know, the, the guy who wrote this up, he obviously knew how to poke at the fields. Uh, and I, I think it's brilliant. Uh, but as far as what is going to be announced at E3 this year, will it have any relation to this particular document? No. If it does, it is going to be completely by blind long shot in the dark. Wow. Um, and... It, I, I just I, I don't think it, it it's gonna happen just blind uh, stupid luck yeah blind stupid luck especially if it is Valenwood 
Um, yeah. But then again, you know, Project Greenheart, okay, that could mean just about anything. And, of course, if they do announce Elder Scrolls Six, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but even the year after that, if they say, okay, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be in Valenwood, a little part of me is going to go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Rob. I really it I, is. That guy, this guy should go and buy a lotto ticket. The guy who made he this. really should. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, like, I'm, man, I'm telling you, I know you hate elves. I know you hate elves, and I have a feeling that that uh, Bethesda recognizes that, and they're going to say the Thalmor are not the elves, and here's a game that proves it. And you're going to go out there and destroy the Thalmor and their their world ending nonsense like i wouldn't put it past bethesda to do that because that's fantastic story it really is yes i Um, I think that would be great i mean even if test six is in valenwood i i'll still play the crap out of it um you know even though i have an you know a a slight distaste for the altmer slight um slight yeah slight Osmers are not altmer remember that (laughs) Exactly. Rob, you, know, you, make, I mean, you make 1930-esque uh, racial jokes about the Altmer. <laughs> <laughs> How, See, now, now what's the light bulb one? trolling if they made Rob play an Altmer. Uh, like, that would he be, logs in and horrible. they realize it's his IP address and that's his only selection is an Altmer. Ro- Rob, how... What's that? What's if the, they what? can't find cheaters, how can they possibly? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what's that light bulb joke that you you tell all the time about the Altmer? <laughs> How many Altmer does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know, Rob. Just, they? just one. They just hold on to it and let the Mundus revolve around them. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does it take uh, the Altmer uh, such a long time to march anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> because they keep stopping to check their reflections. <laughs> Uh, what do you get? What do you get when a when a Nord meets an Altmer on the battlefield? Uh, what? A banana split. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, they're getting bad now. So, so Liz, <laughs> so Liz, uh, your your thoughts on the uh, on the on this this nonsense, the silliness. Whoever wrote it up is brilliant, <laughs> only and from a design perspective. Uh-huh. And second of all, well, no, not because of the layout. I mean, the layout's a Word document or whatnot. But um, kudos to you on recreating the uh, logos. And um, second of all, there's a name signature at the bottom. Are you not going to get in freaking lot of trouble? Well, he signed his own name. Or he, he just squiggled it. He didn't. I don't yeah. think he actually signed anybody's name. See, he, I, all I can see is it's cut off. And yes, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. The first, um, it, the first it, image I showed. Off. The first image I showed uh, has the name on there, and that comes from Kotaku uh, to to show how how they exposed this this guy and how the, this guy basically came out to Kotaku. Okay. Um, the first image was was of course this one where the 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 name was cut off. So. Okay, the one that is in our notes is the one this name. Yeah, because I saw it for a second yes. in the in the stream. But, yeah. This um, Honestly, I mean, do you not think, uh, or at least with uh, other companies, you know, there are memos that people say, hey, please don't say this. Did you not notice that, you know, nobody was talking about a lot of this stuff until, what, last year? Yeah. Um, I mean, so even though it is is debunked and, you know, false and everything, the guy did a really good job. He really did. He absolutely did. I mean, yeah. (laughs) 
it's it's awesome. So I mean, I have to I have to applaud the lie when it's a very well done. So yeah. So uh, this thing has <laughs> uh, this this silly image has has cropped up on on forums recently, and uh, you know it caught my attention uh, when I was uh, sitting on the couch doing nothing uh, for my my weekend my week off. <laughs> And, and I, I dug in, and I'm like, "This is nonsense." Let me let me take a look at this. This is nonsense. Um, but uh, you know, ultimately, it, it is, of course, nonsense. We found out, and uh, we it did it did raise the issue eventually. Um, hmm. I wonder how accurate this could be because we've got we've got E3 coming up. All right. Um, there it is, folks. That's all of our discussion topics for for the week. Uh, gameplay. Gameplay has has arrived. That is on its way right now. Mike the liar what do you get when you cross an altmer with Bill Cosby oh no you may not want to read the answer out loud no (laughs) answer pending that's a loaded question (laughs) answer while we're waiting for his response yeah um, (laughs) how how many Dunmer does it take to change a wall sconce oh god how many None. They make the Argonians do it. <laughs> <laughs> Outer Scrolls Six in 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 Valenwood. <laughs> I was like, "Damn it! I hate these people." <laughs> All right, folks. Um, let's. Uh, hey, we're hearing gameplay. Uh, one of one of the more one of the more interesting uh, aspects of our show, but certainly the uh, Two Moons Horoscope is. The most interesting part of our show, yes. Uh, but that is on its way. Uh, Liz, you got a lot here. You got a lot here. Well, you told me last episode you were you, – I kind of wish you would write down what you I, – I do, and you've got a lot here, and I like it. I like it. Uh, I really like I it. I don't because if, if you guys could t- go through it, and then you, you won't be taken by surprise. And, well, well nothing, I, I didn't I read it. I didn't read it, okay. so I'll be surprised. Okay. So what you do? Some of this, uh, I've, I've got it two sections. I've got the Dark Brotherhood update. You know my opinions on it because I was I, I vaguely remember frantically uh, typing out the stuff I didn't like, like the the little nameplates and you know little things. I had to I had to look up online how to start the Dark Brotherhood. Now I, I talked to you last night i think about this mm-hmm. um about how i was having trouble well, where the hell do i go do i just kill somebody like in the other games and then wait i mean it's not like i sleep so they can't wake you up in the middle of the night right what do i do um apparently in your in your collections there's a new tab and yeah. it's it's not a tab it's not listed on the side so i didn't see it you know i didn't look for any kind of tab yeah um so uh and there are a lot of people with that question i mean you start typing it in google and you instantly get results. Like there are a lot of people that didn't know how to even start the DLC. Maybe uh, I maybe hadn't even we'll... accepted the quest from um, Thieves Guild originally. Maybe we'll do a Wouldn't video fun. on it. That might <laughs> I be... mean, it's not. It's it's a two second question. I I really think that so many people had 
uh, questions on how to get how to do this that that it sh- could have been done a little bit differently. Um, I don't know. Like I really am satisfied with the way they did it, but almost kind of disappointed because like in the other games, it was kind of hard joining the Dark Brotherhood. I mean, you know, you you had to go kill an innocent person in Oblivion, uh-huh. and then they'd appear to you. In Skyrim, you had to go talk. You got prompted to go talk to uh, the kid up in uh, Windhelm. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you get up there that you realize what's going on. And even then, you know, if you go kill... And it's not until later after you've killed Grelog the kind that you actually get to do anything. So I'm almost kind of sad that they actually prompted you to do anything at all. That, you know, it should have been like, you know, you randomly killed somebody and then that's when it would have spawned. Instead of actually going and talking to... Uh, the woman in uh, Anvil. Yeah, I, I uh, even to get to Anvil, to get to the Gold Coast, I just clicked on a guildie's name that said was there, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Click. And I spawned <laughs> there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> for those that don't know, um, <clears throat> there are ways to start the main quests for all the DLCs. Uh, you can go, I think it's into your quest journal, um, or it might even be the Crown Store, but you can look at uh, what you have currently purchased. So if you're an ESO subscriber, uh, it'll show you what you currently have available to you. And there should be a button that states begin quest or start quest yes. or something yeah. like that. It's... And what it'll do is it will give you that quest so that, you know, you know. spoiler alert, uh, for the Thieves Guild and the Dark Brotherhood, you go talk to an NPC in the Outlaw Refuge. Okay? When you click on that, it basically does the same thing that gives you the quest go talk to this person in the outlaw refuge and that's how you start it it's uh i think it's in the collections uh interface Is it collections yeah. yeah and then on the top right there's um a tab that you can click on it says i think dlc yeah. it's not in the menu in the, it, that's you know a list of things and that's where i got thrown off because i was like i don't see the the exclamation point that says i haven't read this or whatever um there I is one there it. though i mean uh i still yeah, have it's it. there yeah um but uh, the new indicators for the for the enemies um, when they lose health or when you lose health, um, it's got that little it flashes up yellow a little bit, and you see how much damage you're doing if you don't want to actually look at the real numbers if you if you have that enabled. Uh, that's really cool. Whatever they did uh, visually, oh, good job, good job. <laughs> and we we have to find something uh, where we can selectively mute. Uh, the chat meshes notifications of people logging in and out and in and out and in and out of the characters if they do it within a set, set amount of time. Because that's all my chat is. I'm not blaming anybody <laughs> that does it. But I swear to God, it's going to drive me nuts. I want to unfriend people because of it. But I do also want to know, like, when they initially come online, hey, this person's around. That would be nice if they want to talk or they want to run something. Rob, do you get the feeling she's talking about us? Yes, I am. Um, um, I don't... <laughs> I no no I don't I don't think she's talking about us at all. Well, I, there are a lot of people that do it. It's not just you guys because I understand you have different characters you want to do different. Yeah, I get it. It's just holy crap! It's a lot. <laughs> How many freaking characters do you have, dudes? Eight. <laughs> Eight. You haven't With bought four any more potential. No, no, yeah, yet. I know. I know, and that's that's another thing I was thinking of with this potential to buy new characters. I'm like, God. I'm going to scroll up forever to see if anybody said anything in the last half hour. 
Anyway, Liz, um, I should have you uh, friend my second account too. No, then it'll be sixteen. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, um, I'm wondering if these craft bags that we've got now uh, is going to hurt the market for anything. I'm I'm not a seller. I, I don't belong to any kind of guild. I don't belong to the guild mafia or anything. But I'm wondering, like, is it going to be really rare now? Because not a lot of people are going to go through their stuff now that they don't have to look at it anymore. Uh, to go sell stuff, except if they're a really dedicated seller. Do you think that's going to happen? No, I don't think so. I think people who um, people who want to uh, sell things, they're gonna they're gonna put these things together and sell them regardless of of you know uh, before or after crafting bags. Um, I, I think they're gonna be looking to you know to go through them anyway. So okay. I don't um, think so. But I, I did get to play. I'm not just a good bitch about what happened with the Imperial or the, the DLC, which I do like it. I like it a lot, very much. Um, but I did do the White Gold Tower before this stuff came out <clears throat> because Ray was off for one evening, and I was like, "Yay! I can be a healer with Rage and Mike and Tim." Oh my god, this is awesome! However, <clears throat> we get to the worst boss of the entire game, which I've only played through White Gold Tower once. You know, and of uh, course, you know, these guys are like, oh, whatever. <clears throat> yes, you've probably done this plenty of times. No, I've done it once. I kept you guys' asses alive without, you know, knowing what I was doing. But anyway, <laughs> we get to that big boss. And my, at some point, Mike dies. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh, something's wrong with my interface. I can't see where the, the chevrons are above everybody's head and whatnot. And um, I'm running from enemies and stuff like that. And I say, Mike, I'm sorry, I can't get you up right now. And he actually says to me, well, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Mike, she was so yeah. pissed about that. She, she was pissed as hell. I, I get online later on that night. I just happened to get online, and, and this is what she tells me. And I started laughing. And she goes, I know he didn't mean anything by it, but it was just the way he said it. I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say anything else. I, I muted, and I was like, you know what? And rage, rage, quit. Um, you know, I, I. Okay, I have another problem with this boss. It's, it's, uh, it's a boss where you have to any boss in there where you have a portal. Yeah, you know, those little itty bitty portals. Now, from what I understand, everybody else is seeing a grayed out screen. I see no change whatsoever. There is no graying going on. I have no ideas if I, quote, unquote, have portals. The only indication is that little half halo over your head, which I can't see because I'm constantly doing the breath of life right. uh, over my head. I can't see that thing. And I really think they need to make it more obvious. Uh, I, do you guys see a gray screen when yeah. that? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, they can't make that it any more obvious. It, it's it's uh, all the color is drained from your screen. So. Yeah, and I saw some YouTube videos, and I was like, okay, so this does happen, this gray yeah. screen, not to me. Um, I, I don't know if weird. it's a plug It's or very weird. But... I mean, do you think maybe you should check your settings or something? Or maybe you got a uh, – I know you I like – I try to check settings and, and on all that, and I don't, I, don't, I don't think I have an add-on that does anything to it. It shouldn't. Um, that's, yeah. that's really strange that, yeah. that that's not happening because, I mean, that would make it damn near impossible to do. I mean, hell, I mean, the, the, the boss is difficult enough, you know. Well, why do you think she's complaining? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like the most legitimate That's... complaint we've ever had Liz say in the entire oh, run yeah. of the show. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> well, you hear this is legit. Mother... <laughs> you hear the 
inspired from other people and you're like, okay, well, I mean, it's, it di- well, no, it didn't go gray. It, it didn't go black and white or it didn't do anything. I, there's no indication. And plus when I realized that all I was doing was breath of life over my head and that was the only indication I had, then I realized there was probably a problem. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to shut up now because uh, oh, no, no, why? I'm legitimate concern about it is, it, it is, is legit, not intuitive to exit the Imperial city at all. How the hell are we supposed to get out of there? How the hell are we supposed to get out of there? That is ridiculous. Right, let's, let's, let's slow down for a second. All right. No, let's, let's slow down that. just, just for a minute. Cause even though I really love the, the Liz bitching session, why, why don't we talk about, you know, just for a few minutes, some of the things that you're not complaining about, and then we'll go back to the complaining. No, Cause I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when you play with me? Is this a runaway train? We can't we can't pull this train back. I got Liz to get all bitchy pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) The other person I didn't play with is a Varwin. Yeah, I've been I've been writing these notes. Unfortunately, I've been trying to log into the game, and I've been I've been writing 16 pages of notes here with links and whatnot. Um. Liz was telling me that uh, the notes look better than the freaking patch notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could log in. I had, I was writing this crap. They they had they have better titles, and I can easily understand it. Look at yes. that. Um, what else, Liz? I mean, I know you got to you got ESO player. What's that all about? Yeah, that's that's the, when I got to play, and then um, yeah, uh-huh. it's your jack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But I will tell you that. I went Imperial City motif farming. I was like, I just want to do something with other people in quote-unquote PvP. This is going to be awesome. Maybe other characters will be there. Now, uh, it, it was fun, and I had fun with the people I was with, but it's not that fun when you realize that I'm not on my main server. I'm getting nothing out of this. Oh, yeah, that sucks. That's, yeah, that really does hurt. So jumping around servers is not fun. Yeah. Anyway. um, Mike. What'd you do in what'd you do in Elder Scrolls in Tamriel? One of those one of the games, if 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 not Elder Scrolls Online. I'm casting a big net, Mike, save me. It was all ESO this week, you all know, right. with uh, Dark Brotherhood coming out. But I spent most of my time trolling our our uh, guildmates <laughs> here. That's well nice. Done. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a nice thing to do. Which yep. by the way, no, the DPS should have been getting you up so I can keep everybody alive. I can't ask Bagheera to do that. He takes forever. He's taking too many pictures. <laughs> I think I killed somebody before that. It's not wrong. Mike. <laughs> Mike in full on savage mode. So oh, let's see. Uh, I completed so the Craig One group that I've been running with with um, JB Snow, Zephin, and Luna. Uh, we completed all of the Craig One quests and the side quests and everything. So uh, that is done. So Sundays we're going to start doing trials, uh, as I said earlier. Uh, so that's one of the things uh, we've been running like mad people through uh, getting all of the uh, the gold and silver keys. Uh, so now I have a Bogdan the Night Flame. Uh, gear set, a couple of sets of uh, the uh, um, the Engine Guardian. Uh, Moleg Kina was on sale uh, two weeks ago, so I have two sets of Moleg Kina helm and shoulders now. Uh, 
So it's been interesting. Uh, I got the set there that uh, practiced the Daedroth, and so now uh, the Daedroth has been following us around when we do gold quests. Key quest. It's incredibly funny oh, to yeah. watch. I got this week. It's like a uh, few days. I got this this week too, and it's hysterical to uh, to see that Daedroth pop out when you're just questing around in Rothgar. You know, you're fighting like a Durzog, and all of a sudden this Daedroth comes out of your helm, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, just burning fire everywhere. <laughs> I just sheath my sword back, and I take a walk back. I'm like, go for it, dude. You kill that thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ran. Um... Uh, Sanctum Ophidium with Kings and Thieves. Uh, so it's changed a heck of a lot. Uh, a lot of new mechanics to learn for uh, Sanctum Ophidium for anybody who has done that. Um, yeah, so okay. killed a lot of people throughout uh, Tamriel. Oh, that's nice. That's sweet. Okay. <laughs> Told this um, to do her job. What? <laughs> I was just waiting two more seconds and I would have said it. Damn it, comic God. timing. <laughs> brutal mike is brutal like like uh like a night shift manager at taco bell just <laughs> it's your job make those tacos it's your job <laughs> she was too busy staring at throngar's butt you know no, no. And that, that's why i zoned out when you guys were talking about the the helms because i was like no because that's going to cover up a lot of good looking characters <laughs> so it was the first time she got to play with throngar she yeah. ports into the Imperial City, and I've got the uh, the Daedroth helm on, so she can't see what he looks like. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Like, Come on, give me a kiss. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah, Throne Guard's not bad. Just saying. Um, so I'm, I'm, tr- I'm queuing something up here for, for just a second, but uh, <laughs> just, just, give me, just give me a minute here, and we'll, and we'll get this going. Is it Rasmo? Is it Rasmo? No, it's it's not it's not Rasmo. Okay, good. Um, but uh, yeah. So so here here we go. Let me let me pull this thing up here. Where where is this? All right, now I got to minimize this thing. We're gonna get to Robin just two seconds here in your in your gameplay, buddy. Hold on. But here's a little here's a little Throngar for you right here. There it is. God. That little 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 Throngar the Barbarian. So this is not going to where I wanted it to go. Let's move it up a little bit. There we go. There he is. There's Throngar. Looks like he's about to throw down. He's got his axe. He's ready to roll. There's people coming. He's got no time. Throngar. Ain't no one got time for that, including Throngar. There we go. What? (laughs) Hold on. What's that? What's that, Throngar? What's that? I have no time for it. Ah, oh, come on. I was hoping for some, like... There we go, here's Throngar! Oh, he's just... Bam, there he is. He's just attacking people with his battle axe. Oh, Throngar the Unstoppable! Throngar the Barbarian! Oh! <laughs> Cutting people with a... It's really Conan the Barbarian is what it is. Oh, Conan movies. <laughs> wow. That... Oh, Throngar's just losing his mind! There he is. Oh, all right. Okay, enough of that, I guess. I had fun. <laughs> I just don't know what to say because I'm watching my <laughs> lag. And, so, and, 
There's no way in hell I'm going to be able to monetize this video now. I'm such a jerk. No. No, no it's not, not even going to happen. That got screwed when I when the Bethesda logo randomly popped up. Yeah, well, uh, that would have been a good uh, episode to finally put out a song on there. Good, uh, oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Just put them all in one episode. <laughs> Throw it all together. So there it is. Throngar at his, at his Arnold Schwarzeneggerist. Um <laughs> Would have been more accurate if he was just standing in a pool of red, <laughs> going at your job. <laughs> anyway, Rob, save us from from this uh, insanity. I've I put this train onto. What did you do in Elder Scrolls? Oh my gosh, I've been all over the place. You've been uh, an asshole whore. Yeah, I have been like full out addiction. Um. Well, basically, I, I guess I'll start with the update. Uh, I've, I've been pretty much trying to do the pledges every single night. Um, I had saved up my gold and silver keys for when Dark Brotherhood went live because of the uh, the the guarantee drop on a gold key and like a that's like forty percent drop on a silver. Um, and I went and turned them all in, and I got some really really good stuff. Um, the problem was is that. I had so, I had so many keys that I had to play inventory management again, even though all of my uh, <laughs> even though my my crafting materials had been uh, put into the crafting bag. Um, I have a bunch of looted stuff that I've gotten from uh, from Vet Maelstrom on uh, on a another character that's just keeping it because you know my current knife blade is not going to use it so i'll just save it and you know i might use it at some point um and a lot of that stuff i was like okay it's time to start breaking down the uh uh the the new cp 150 stuff uh so i started breaking all that stuff down now i'm only keeping the uh, the high level stuff um but we have just been having an absolute blast doing uh, pledges just about every day. Um, haven't really gone into Cyrodiil in the past couple weeks. Uh, I was going in there just trying to build up my uh, uh, my assault and support lines and was able to get those up. And uh, I was blown away by how good uh, Caltrops and uh, Magicka Detonation are. Oh yeah, uh, I had no idea about that. I I logged into uh, to ESO and I found that for some odd reason I had unlocked Caltrops. And Caltrops was... is beast. It oh is. my god! Well, I mean, I always just like you know for the past two years playing the game, I see everybody throwing these things out and like, what are those gonna do? You know, but I'm basically a victim of my own ignorance that I never really gave it a shot. I never took anybody's word for it. And I finally took it, and like, okay, well, everybody keeps talking about these caltrops, so I might as well give it a shot. And I went in and just tried this thing out, figured I'd build it up, and oh my freaking god. Like, no wonder people take these things. It's like, it, it just surrounds you in little shiny death, is, is what the what caltrops does. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. It's great for, it's, uh, like, for, for tanks, too, from what I, I've seen. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it, it'll help you, uh, it'll help you maintain the threat. Um, but I do have my work cut out for me. Um, now that they have made it so that <clears throat> all of your previous VR characters, if you had hit VR one or higher, 
are now cap level. I now have six out of eight cap level characters. Wow. Uh, so I've got my work cut out for me. <laughs> I've got Pick a for two. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I'll be leveling up those other two uh, eventually. Um, so uh, I do. I have my work cut out for me. And uh, touching on the new uh, the new traits that they have changed, uh, training. I've made training gear for a low level night blade. That's going to be a, a magic night blade uh, or dedicated magic night blade, and. When you make it all purple quality, it increases your XP from kills by 78% as a base. Mm. So that on top of your ESO Plus membership, plus if you have the, um, uh, if you use a uh, Ambrosia or a or a scroll, then it's going to boost, you know, boost the XP up uh, a lot. So the way that I see it is. I'm just going to be using purple quality um, training gear all the way up, just doing main story lines for the zones, just so I can get uh, skill points with um, uh, the main quest as well as sky shards, and then move on. You know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking is um, <clears throat> I'm thinking maybe maybe next episode uh, we'll actually uh, go into what the the new um, the new traits are on the weapons, uh, the new weapon and, uh, and armor traits. I'm thinking maybe we could next episode. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, what do you guys think? I like this plan. Yeah. Cause I, we didn't touch on it today and I think it's pretty, it's super important. And, um, you know, even though it's, it's been out, I think it's, it's probably something worth at least discussing next episode. Oh, definitely. I mean, you, let me just, you know, I, I think that that, I mean, a lot of them, Whereas before Dark Brotherhood, you would get the that trait, and you're just kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, training, yeah. But but now it's, I mean, training on, on high level gear is kind of stupid, you know. I mean, I, I'll admit that. But training on on low level gear, heck yeah, good stuff, like, right? Because now it doesn't just boost your level experience; it boosts the experience gains on the skill lines as well, um, as, and it can help boost your champion point gain as yeah. well so it it actually has a use maybe i'll uh maybe i'll make a few um training uh resto staves and uh train up my my restoration staff skill because i was getting pretty high with that and um i haven't completed it yet because it was getting really frustrating to do so what what what, what like you don't need a healer anymore no i'm not saying i don't need a healer anymore what i'm saying is <laughs> If for some reason he you're, wants a new job, you're not around. It's not your job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, with uh, go ahead, with, Rob. Uh, but I mean, like with with a lot of these new traits, they're you know that uh, it, it, it's kind of nice just with some of the changes that they made to them, um, where you know some are just as you know useful as they were before, others not so much. Um, but others are far more useful. Uh, I do think it's kind of funny that, you know, they, they've increased the, um, the drop rates of like Maelstrom weapons and, uh, something else. I can't, I'm trying to remember what it was, but, um, those are now going to come with, uh, with a larger variety of traits. Uh, that's what it is the gear that drops from the vet white gold tower and Imperial city prison. Those are dropping with, uh, 
with the undesirable traits, as, uh, as they're called, but they've upped the drop rate of them. Uh, so, you know, if you're going to go for those, then that's great. Um, but <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was this past daggers or the one before that. Uh, we, we started kind of like a little meta game uh, where the, the chat room is starting to keep count of certain profane words that I use throughout oh, the stream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, how so, did that go for you? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, because daggers is is QG and after dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that it is one of the, uh, one of the things that I thought about doing. I'm not I'm not quite sure how to go about doing it, but maybe giving prizes away somehow, some way uh, to to whoever can guess uh, by the end of the stream how many f bombs or how many you know d words that I dropped during the during daggers because uh, they're they're almost like catchphrases now um <laughs> and, like and i'm i'm a, yeah i i'm a horrible person I, I can't even remember what the count was but uh well, i mean was it i was it higher than 50 he got it an was, achievement <laughs> he got an achievement 37 37 <laughs> that's all but, right uh, not doing more dps on your way to parking lot <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it, it, it was a lot of fun, um, you know, get, getting involved with all that and and getting the chat room uh, involved. So, uh, daggers is always a good time. So again, like if if, if you haven't checked it out, um, you know, uh, check us out ten thirty p.m. Eastern uh, Friday nights, um, and we we just we just troll each other. That's all yeah. we do on the YouTube channel, youtubecom network slash live uh every uh every friday night now 10:30 p.m. eastern um okay <clears throat> well <clears throat> me 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 yeah all right it's it's working <laughs> <laughs> uh well lore and more including uh some some interesting uh tiddly bits uh from from uh, mike's kajit coming right after this I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. Oh, God. Yeah, the chat room is saying Avaro in the Doom video is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be doing another, uh, if we're going to be doing Doom and Let's Be Heroes again after that. Between the episode that released today and the episode that's going to release tomorrow, I definitely embarrassed myself. <laughs> was that? That was the Let's Be Heroes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was for that i had to leave my computer <laughs> he's <is> terrifying <laughs> i really i i kind of am <laughs> i kind of am tomorrow uh the the video comes out uh i get god help me i get a chainsaw and it's like for the next like five seconds ten seconds maybe it's me with this chainsaw in doom and uh, there's a side of myself I don't like to admit publicly, and you see it there. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's really bad. <laughs> Is it the same side of yourself that would troll Liz? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Well, sometimes you just got to let that side out, man. Yeah, apparently that's that's kind of you know what what sort of what sort of happened. Um, 
happened there. But anyway, I'm, I'm very happy that Mike the Liar there um, was in, enjoying all of that. That's 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 definitely good. Frightening. It, it kind of is. <laughs> it's it's definitely frightening. There's actually a specific like moment here in in the in the act in the video that I'm actually like kind of looking for. Um, let me see if I can kind of like you know pull this back for just a second or so. Um, because it's it's uh, pretty. It gives you a really good idea as to what happened. I don't think I'm going to find it. Anyway, uh, maybe we'll get to it later. Maybe we won't. Anyway, uh, this week at Tat Reality Holidays, Mike. Okay, so second seed, the twentieth last month. Fire Festival. The Fire Festival in Northmore is one of the most attended celebrations in High Rock. It began as a pompous display of magic and military strength in ancient days, and has become quite a festival. Second seed, the 30th, Fishing Day. Fishing Day is a big celebration for the Bretons who live off the bounty of the Iliac Bay. They are not a usually flamboyant people, but on Fishing Day, they make so much noise, fish have been scared away for weeks. We didn't celebrate Fishing Day this year. What the heck, Zoss? Get on that. Mid-year, so this month. Yeah, this is one of those ones that they have to change. Drarizimba. I have no idea. No. <laughs> Drarizib. The festival of Drarizib, held in the hottest year of Abigangora, is a jubilation held for the sun. Debeleth itself. Scholars do not know how long Drarizib has been held, but it is possible for the Red Guards brought the festival with them when they came in the first era. <laughs> okay, so that was that one. Yes. So then, Hersing Summoning Day, mid-year the 5th. In Daggerfall, this is the summoning day for Hersing. And now is the, the most interesting... Mo- mo- excuse me, Liz. I'm you've sorry. Been, you've been talking I'm this sorry, entire Katie. show. Here I'm I sorry, am. Katie. Here I am. The claws are about to come out. Here I am trying to introduce <laughs> my friend, long-time friend, Jezeldar, in the, the most interesting moment of the show, and you run your mouth. It's, it, it, it's her job. I have seen this sort of this uh, behavior, but only in sand I have pooped on. It's, ter- it's terrible. It's Khajiiti insult. I, I did what you asked me to do. I shut up, and then you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Can I have Mike now? Can I have Mike now? <laughs> this one has left the Imperial City. What a mess did Daedra and Ogrims leave. As poop as tall as Bosmer. <laughs> Leaving that behind, this one has made his way to the seaside for some much-needed relaxation. But a spree of murderers has left this one's fur on edge. A one-eyed woman mistook this one for a killer. Jezudar might take from her many things. Her coin, her dress, her virtue, but not her life. Maybe this one should add a title to the end of his name, like the lover or the sexy. What do you think? You like? No. Oh. Well, you, good traveler, have come seeking knowledge, and not to hear this one's daring exploits, or even more daring trysts. The start of the day should be spent in solitude or in the company of your trusted friends. It is better to enjoy life's pleasures away from onlookers' eyes. Today, Jode and Joan are but glints in the sky, one awakening from slumber. 
and one ready to sleep. Beware, for at this time the smallest Khajiits are born, and while they look small, their powers are horrible to behold. Beware the pleasures you partake in solitude. Will be known throughout every back alley should a minuscule alfik walk past your window. May warm sands be in your future. Ah, very good, Jazzledai. Thank you so much. Liz, you can talk now. Okay. For doing your job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I found I found the the clip from the in the Doom video that I was I was talking about. I don't know. Should we do it? We should do it. Why not? It's almost a three-hour show already. <laughs> just go. Just go. Just do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess uh, – all right. So here's here's a quick little caveat, guys. All right. Um, put your headphones on. <laughs> just put your headphones on. It's going to be loud. Lower lower the, the volume. All right. It's going to get a little ridiculous. But this is – anyway, this is how, how we sort of – Dave and I introduced uh, Doom. Anyway, <clears throat> here it goes. Who are you? Yeah! Woo! <laughs> okay. Demons, bitch! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> There's our new sound bite. So there's that. <laughs> uh, so if you're interested in that sort of thing, uh, that's that's now, um, you know. <laughs> is that not the greatest plug for Let's Be Heroes ever? I don't know what is. <laughs> there it is. Another one's coming up tomorrow. Uh, you might enjoy it. You might not. <laughs> if that's your thing. <laughs> This is why I'm grateful I'm a night owl, so I actually catch this live. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway. I... <laughs> you can taste the testosterone coming out Highly computer speakers. <laughs> highly amused. Anyway, uh, we've got <laughs> we've got three emails, folks. Uh, let's, let's jump into it. Um, okay. So, starting with the... Unfortunately, um, I either... This person did not sign their name or, or um, I, I failed to extract it. But anyway, uh, this individual... And thank you, uh, whomever you are. Uh, please send us another email next week. Uh, we'll get your name in there. Uh, says, hi, everyone. I've been listening for a few years, but this is my first time coming out of the shadows. I'm really enjoying uh, your opinions on what mechanics from the previous Elder Scrolls titles you would like you would or would not like to see in Elder Scrolls 6. My question is with other franchises drawing inspiration uh, from the Elder Scrolls series, what mechanics would you like to see make their way into Elder Scrolls 6 from titles like Dragon Age, Witcher, or even Bethesda's own Fallout? Uh, thanks for the great content. Really enjoy how everyone has distinct personalities. And Liz, your laugh is contagious. <laughs> Like a virus? Uh, <laughs> like the best virus ever. <laughs> no, not like a virus, like a bacterial infection. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> At least you didn't say STD. I thought you were going to. <laughs> anyway, um, what no, do you guys that's think? That's my job. 
<laughs> what do you got? Let's let's start off with Liz on this one because uh, they mentioned right. Dragon Age. What sort of things from either Dragon Age? Uh, well, yeah, what sort of things from Dragon Age would you like to see Bethesda sort of pull into Elder Scrolls? Banging, ba- banging. Yes. Sexy time. I'll take that as a legitimate answer. It, it's my first answer. I think it. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think that it is a legitimate. Put, I would actually listen to the quests. Because I'd be like, what does this have to do, and can it get me laid in the game? Yeah. I'll take that as – I wouldn't like it in there, but I would take it as a legitimate answer. Oh, you would. I mean, it, have it, well, of course, there aren't really too many little children in there and no babies, even though there are cradles everywhere. So I don't know if, if you know, the, the residents just spawn into being as adults or what. <laughs> so you can't make a family is what she's saying. It's just bad. Well, I, I don't care about that. But you can she, adopt. In Skyrim. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, what's the fun of adopting if you... Never mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the work and none of the fun. I know! Uh, I know! Rob, I it's mean, like you want It's like Marwin doing notes for ESO or ESOCR. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, very similar. Um, <laughs> Rob, what do you think? Uh, he, he mentions Dragon Age, Witcher, uh, maybe even Fallout franchise. I mean, is there something here that maybe you wanna, you'd want to see in, from those into six? Um... I mean, like, Witcher's kind of its own thing. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I kind of like, I mean, I, I don't really think that a lot of the systems from Witcher would really fit into Elder Scrolls. Um, but as far as, you know, the Fallout franchise, um, I, I like what they did with Fallout 4 with, like, the ability to make your own settlement or something like that. You know, uh, I, I think something like that would be uh, would be fun to play around with in, in an upcoming Elder Scrolls title. Um, but I mean, gosh, there's like so much of that stuff that, that we could hit on. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That's (laughs) okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Mike? Um, since I haven't played the Witcher series, uh, I played the, through some of the dragon age. Um, I don't know, like each of them is, is, is different enough from what I've seen. Other than, you know, the, as Liz puts it, the banging, uh, which is, you know, character interaction development. Uh Digital Um, fornication. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not really much. I mean, you know, if I want to play Witcher, I'd go play Witcher. If I wanted to play, you know, uh, Dark Souls, I'd go play Dark Souls. If I wanted to play Dragon Age, Mm. I'd still get stuck in uh, the Hinterlands. Well, I mean, 30 is, hours later. What I mean, has there ever been an aspect in any of those games where you're like, you know what? I don't know why Bethesda doesn't put that in their games. That'd be a cool idea. Yeah, the 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 non-player character interaction is really the only one. I mean, gotcha. Like Radiant. Most of the most of these non-player characters Especially. in Elder Scrolls games, you could care less about. I uh-huh. can't say the same thing about uh, you know when I played Dragon Age that I actually cared about almost all of the uh, non-player characters. Sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I would, you know, one thing sticks out from Fallout 4, and that was the ability to see what was in containers without having to loot them. I thought that was just really great. I liked it. Uh, this next email comes from uh, Steve. Steve. We'll go with Steve. Uh, Rob. Hello, dudes, dudettes, and Argonians of ESOPR. <laughs> <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, okay. 
This one has a question regarding new players in ESO. Despite the fact that the game has been out for two years, this one is just now making the jump to ESO. My question is, what would you suggest to people who are coming into the game late uh, do to try to make up for lost time? I'm coming from only playing Skyrim prior to this and split my time between a Khajiit Thief Stealth Archer and a Nord Heavy Warrior. Also calling back to the discussion of in-game music, I would suggest listening to the band Wadruna, uh, I believe, Wardruna, uh, especially when playing Skyrim for that Nordic feel to the game. Or if you need something to go into battle, uh, I would suggest the band Sabaton. Good call. May your path lead to warm sands. Xbox Gamer Tag, Stevie Kill 2 ST. B.S. Please try to make Liz laugh even more if it is possible. It is one of the best parts of the show. Look at that, huh? Look at that. Everyone loves your giggling. Bribe people. Huh? Bribe somebody to do something. I did nothing of the sort. Also, Stevie, you uh, (laughs) owe me about uh, $30. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you got on that, Rob? What do you think? Well, um, for, for... To try to make up for lost time, um, I mean, uh, unfortunately, one of the things with the ESO is it's going to be very difficult to stay competitive, uh, I mean, PvP or PvE-wise, um, if you are a newcomer to the game uh, because of the champion system. Now, fortunately, there is the, uh, the catch-up mechanic, which is okay, um, but over time, they are going to start adding more and more champion points that you can actually spend uh, because you can earn beyond the 501 cap right now. Um, but you can only spend 501. Um, I mean, basically, just continue to play. Um, it, it, it is a heck of a grind, but you know people obviously do it. And there are players that started three months ago yeah. that that have... 501 champion points just because they they grind it out and um you know we we were talking about the training gear uh it increases the xp of your kills uh that that's one way that you can do it especially with the change to uh, the dark brotherhood that's going to be coming uh to xbox uh here in uh, the next couple weeks xp potions yeah xp potions um the ritual of mara uh, or Mara, whichever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, group bonuses, uh, all of that type of stuff will help you, you know, make up for lost time. Use the grouping you know, tool uh, to get uh, dungeons, and um, yes. that they gives you that awards you extra experience. Right. So, you know, everybody's play style is different. If you like to quest, then by all means, quest your little heart out. Uh, if you like to grind and that's your thing, you know, there are places in the game for you to do just that. All right. So, um, this one comes from Henry, Mike. Okay, Henry. Are we good Let's with see. the train? Has the train come by yet? It's come by a couple times. That's there right now. <laughs> Not too loud, though. Okay, dear Elder Scrolls OTR cast. As I was driving to school, listening to your latest episode, I began thinking about how a multiplayer could work in Elder Scrolls 6. And I think I may have. So I will use an example from Skyrim. Say you just became Thane of Whiterun and have Lydia as your follower. And you have a friend who wants to play with you. 
So your friend gets on his PC, Xbox, PlayStation 3, and he comes into your game and takes the place of Lydia. But you still create your own character and race, hair, etc. And you have all the gear that Lydia has. The only... The one whose game it is can give his friend armor, weapons, etc. But when the friend gets off, all the gear goes back to Lydia. And she is your follower again. So basically, your friend just takes the place of a follower instead of a full co-op. So it would be... It, it would still be a single player, in quotes, game... But with one friend, I'm curious what you all think. Thanks for the show, and I love listening to it on my drive to school every day, Henry. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Um, go, go ahead, go ahead, Liz. What are you saying? Problem with this is, um, though it's it's a good idea in theory, is that everybody wants to be the hero. Who, uh, of course, I like being the sidekick a lot of times. I'm totally okay with that, but I cannot see. A lot of people being like, uh, "Yeah, I want to be the main character." No, I want you. You carried the stuff last time. You carried my burdens last time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that that's gonna be one of the problems. But I would be totally cool with that. Maybe there are two. Do- no, that can't be two Dova King because you. Yeah, yeah. Fallout, uh, not Fallout. Um, Fable Two. Fable Two tried this. Um, it was it was sort of a disaster for Fable Two. Oh really? Yeah, it, it wasn't all that great. Um, that's Fable Two. That's you know I think what the Xbox Three, um, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty rather. Uh, early in its development cycle, so you know I mean different game, different era, different tech, but um, it just it just felt it felt intrusive. You know when you're running around Fable and all of a sudden there's this you know gelatinous mass uh standing next to you you know uh saying you know hey invite me invite me invite me and and you just don't want to do that um so <laughs> Hell, and- i do that in eso right now <laughs> <laughs> i'll log out sorry i'm just logging out click <laughs> uh, yeah well you know that's that's an mmo you're expecting you know yeah. uh group invites but you know when you're playing a single player game maybe not so much um you know, it would really, I mean, for me, it would really have to be gated. It would have to be the kind of thing where I go into a completely, like, from the menu screen. Like, I'm, I'm choosing a completely different character. It's me and, you know, my buddy, and we just go back and forth with, you know, co-op in, in this way. Um, otherwise, I just don't want to be bothered with it, you know? I, that's what MMOs are for. That's what co-op games like Gauntlet are for. Uh, when I want to play an Elder Scrolls game, I know it's a single-player game. It's generally, I, I don't, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fantasy just for me kind of a thing. So well, what, what do you think, Mike? And then, and then Rob, I, I like the idea of possession of a, um, um, of, of a non-player character, because then it would keep that person out of your game in terms of really being able to make much of a difference. And if they're not there, yeah. you know, you still have your non-player character. So I like the idea. Um, you know, it, it it's not a co-op thing, but it's, like an assist almost. So I'm cool with it. Okay. And Rob. I mean, I mean, you know, this topic has come up several times. Um, But one of the things that uh, I think would be kind of cool if they, if they were to implement some sort of multiplayer feature to, uh, to elder Scrolls six would be that you could have, you know, you play a new game and it's just you. But then you could also play a game with a friend or multiple friends, but it you would have to create that particular game save. 
I guess you want to call it a game save. Um, and only when you are playing that save can the two of you actually play together. Um, I mean, as as far as how you know how they would go about implementing that, I have no idea. Um, but I know that like Red Dead Redemption uh, had a really cool multiplayer feature where uh, to to play the game with friends and do the multiplayer feature was a completely different uh, set of rules than there was for the single player campaign. Um, and it was, it was a little, little fun for a while. Um, so it would definitely have some room to improve, but uh, you know, that that's my take on it. Uh, in the meantime, you know, ESO is what you got, man. Yeah, man. And, and either way, like <clears throat> even if there, even if there were like a uh, co-op, Full co-op mode in in, a, in Elder Scrolls Six, or some sort of like a limited co-op mode that you're suggesting, I still think the the superior multi um, multiplayer gaming experience would be in Elder Scrolls Online. Um, simply because I mean you're not you're you're dealing with an MMO sort of environment and not necessarily a a, a, a single player open world environment where they tacked on. Uh, some sort of co-op version to it so um, we'll see we'll see what happens when if and when they they announce Elder Scrolls 6 we'll see what happens well that was one hell of a show who had fun oh yeah I had fun. show yeah I had fun today that oh was, show show that was great fun I enjoyed that Did you have fun Liz I did. Hey, you know what I was having when I was playing? I was uh, I joined Tim and we I I didn't know that we were going to have a group, but we went through a dungeon and then 30 minutes later I found the video of it up on his site. Stealth yeah. recording. What the yeah, hell? He's, yeah, Tim is a stealth streamer. <laughs> he's taking pictures. I didn't I mind. Oh, look at that. No, <laughs> he's he's also recording locally on his computer or or, or streaming. So careful if you team up with him. He does that. Yep. <laughs> don't be picking your nose. He's a good player, so. Don't don't make your character pick your nose. It'll it'll pop up. That's a little yeah. what I was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, listen. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed this show, maybe you'll like some other things that Quest Gaming Network does, like classic Elder Scrolls, which Mike, you're here with me. Uh, yep. Perhaps we can do that uh, next Monday, uh, June thirteenth. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think that cool. Yeah. All right. What do you we're, think about? Uh, what do you think we're going to be? We're doing? finally uh, going to talk about Sithis, I believe, and then uh, after that, uh, we uh, will be going into ESO and doing the uh, the group chat or the group uh, um, play that we normally do. Cool. Um, so, that sounds like uh, that's we, the rest of June. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like the rest of June for us. Yep. That's oh excellent. yeah. Um, hey, we've also got Dancing with Daggers. That's our live stream, our ESO only live stream, Fridays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on our live YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Network slash live. Uh, you also may enjoy Lunchtime in Tamriel. That is uh, making a comeback, folks. Uh, I've got a new video up there, and uh, I've got another video in the, in the backlog I'm going to be pushing out sometime soon. Uh, follow us on, at Elder Scrolls OTR and at Quest Gaming in order to get uh, all the 
uh, new updates on on some of the videos that we're pushing out on on YouTube. We're doing daily content on YouTube, guys. How crazy is that? We've got that's um, awesome. I mean, we've got Let's Be Heroes. Dave and I do that uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, Derek from Warcraft Off the Record is uh, doing a stream now for Layers of Fear. Uh, he just released episode three today. Uh, it's a it's a horror survival game. Definitely check that out. Uh, we've got a support show for QGDND called QGDND The DM's Diary, where Mark basically gets on the show and uh, for about 10 minutes or so talks about his thoughts on the latest episode of QGDND, which is a podcast only show, but he releases this DM's Diary on our YouTube channel. Uh, Derek from Warcraft Off the Record also did a, uh, an, uh, a series for Soma. Um, you may want to, I mean, so we've got a lot of stuff going on right now on, on YouTube. It's, it's tons of content. You're bound to find something that you're going to like. Speaking of podcasts, Hey, you know, I mean, uh, if it's off the record, it's us. You've got fallout off the record, Rick and Shaleen traveling the wasteland and kicking some, uh, toxic butt, uh, KD radio, Rick and Shaleen, they dust off the, uh, the, the wasteland from their shoes, come inside and talk about some retro games. You want to check that out? It's our biweekly yeah. pod last podcast badass it's amazing um warcraft off the record Derek uh and uh and poke they get on there they talk about all things azeroth great stuff check them out they're two funny guys and uh their their analysis on warcraft is uh is pretty exceptional um so so you're getting some good stuff uh from from warcraft off the record for sure dragon age off the record it's still here, it's still around, and Liz and Road have just recorded another episode this week. Is that not right, Liz? Oh my god, yes, oh and I finally god. got the files. Ah, great. Yeah, so I could start editing. So when Is do you think? knocking boots? Well, no. I, I talked about that in a while. We've actually been discussing the game. But yeah, if Arwen comes on, even though I, I say on like every episode that, you know, you know, we're still going. Episodes are going to be sparse, but we're still going because mm-hmm. of this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You could tell if Arwen doesn't listen because he comes on Skype the other day and he goes, I thought you guys just quit. That was... <laughs> That was a joke, but yeah. I mean, no, you're you're right, but I, I mean that that was a joke. <laughs> Blizz, I listen to you enough. Why do I want to hear you in my car ride to work? I wouldn't want to. I'm trying I, to I relax. Understand. <laughs> oh, trying to relax. So mean. We've been so mean to you this whole episode. You've been nothing but fantastic this whole way through. You liar! I'm not lying to you. I'm, I'm going to remind people that this is the guy that says PVP doesn't belong in ESO. I'm that's I'm going to. Does that really need reminding? I mean, I kind of throw it out there, like, you know. That's right, Liz. Do your job. Remind everybody that PvP doesn't belong in ESO, according to Varwin. PvP is awesome. Oh, boy. When you actually do it, and not just... Okay, anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I mentioned I mentioned Let's Be Heroes. David D. and Forrest Adams, former host uh, of, this, of this show, and I team up every single week, Monday through Friday, to bring you all of the awesome and the cringeworthy... Right there on Let's Be Heroes. That's on our, our YouTube channel. Um, QGDND. Oh, my goodness. QGDND. Man, is that heating up. It is amazing. It is Dungeons. <laughs> it is Dragons. It is Mark. It is amazing. It's all over the place. Mike loses his mind, plays his his um, his instrument, and, and ships blow up. They burn. Tim's there. He's blowing ships up. It's it's absolutely insane. Um <laughs> episode know. two's coming out, and if you thought episode one was crazy, whew, wait until we get to the tower. Just wait. Um, this uh, the show gets recorded in advance. Uh, we did uh, episode seven. I think we're going to do episode eight tomorrow. Uh, that'll be out. If in people don't kill a Varwin straight out, 
<laughs> Needless to say, Avarwin has managed to make many people very shush, shush, very mad, no, very no. angry. I, no. I do that. I have that effect on people. Uh, you'll be hearing some of that stuff later on, probably October. You'll hear it because they, it's a it's a it's a podcast that um, comes out every other week. But when when we don't have a QG D and D podcast, Mark's coming out with a QG D and D DM's diary video on our YouTube channel. So so we've always got something there for you every week. It's just you know, is it the YouTube or is it the podcast? Check it out, um, questgamingnetwork.com for all things QGN. You can get our YouTube videos there. You can get our podcasts there. It is the the one thing. If, what's, Q, what's QGN doing? I don't know. Questgamingnetwork.com. Just go there. Just go to questgamingnetwork.com and sift through all the stuff that we've got there. We've got games. We've got forums. If you sign up uh, to be a member there, you can you – can, <laughs> we've got – believe it or not, we have an instant messenger program on there. It's kind of kind of wonky. It's fun. Uh, you can get all of our podcasts, all of our videos. You can check out some of the old stuff that we used to do. Uh, some of the old stuff that's faded away. Um, I mean, uh, God, what else is there? I mean, there's a ton of crap there. It's it's so much fun, that site. I wouldn't Gosh, say um... crap. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I, not a great PR term. You can, you can <laughs> find, uh, you can find all the crap there. It's, <laughs> we have uh, all the crap. We had the best crap. The best crap there ever was. Best crap. <laughs> uh, the TeamSpeak. TeamSpeak information is there. We've got a live view of uh, who's chatting on our TeamSpeak every now and again. Um, I can pull Liz into TeamSpeak. If you see me and her there, jump into TeamSpeak and annoy Liz. You won't Ask if she's doing her job. You won't regret it. I I am doing (laughs) it. Also, there's there's also – I just – it's it's looks terrible. I got to work on it, but uh, there is a um, uh, a live stream button there um, on our on our YouTube channel. So uh, if you click on QGN Live, if we happen to be live, you'll you'll see the the the, the uh, YouTube video right there playing for you automatically. Uh, so you can do that too. Anyway, uh, look at Muscleheads. Like QGN's changed so much. We, we have we've we've changed. We've changed and we've grown, and uh, we're still having fun. Um, so you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, of course, questgamingnetwork.com, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can find us on, on our website. I plugged it already. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I always give updates on the show there, whether we're not going to record, when we're recording, the episodes are coming, uh, they go there too. So if you're a fan of Facebook, we can help you out with that. And of course, uh, on Twitter, at Elder Scrolls OTR. It's great. We're saying things. Things are being said to us, and it's it's always a good time. <laughs> oh my god! You can tell it's late. Yeah, we're saying things and things are being said. We're saying the things. The and things. The words. the words are being spoken. Tall words with large Mexican paid for vowels. They're oh my god! Large and they're massive. And <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! They're amazing. Great stuff. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> what? Everyone, I did, I just, everyone knows I'm doing my Trump. I'm glad I'm but... not your manager. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my supervisors hate me. <laughs> they absolutely hate me, especially when I do "Widest Guy Ever" to all the gang members. They hate me. Oh my god! Well, well. yeah. So you guys have to be moving. You feel me? <laughs> oh my Jeez. god it's amazing it is great anyway final thoughts i'll uh leave my insanity for for those to ponder mike final thoughts 
It was a an excellent show, especially now that I have a new thing to tease Liz about. Because <laughs> I don't even remember saying it. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> and Roberto de Reyes Philosophy. Stick him at the pointy end, because now ESO can allow you to do so. Oh, my. Oh, my. And Liz. I had fun talking to you guys. But, yeah. Aw, group hug. I don't know. I was going to try to go for a total opposite than the ranting and raving that I did today, but I feel it was warranted. It was warranted. I we're just yeah. I'm just being a dope. Yeah, I have to. I have to do that. So like like those gifts that you're tweeting at me about you know a little girl beating me up. Uh, that I, was hilarious, and you was, know it. So I had to get you back. Everybody a bit. I've shown that thought that is the funniest thing ever. It's, it <laughs> I, is I could not stop watching it only because okay, it's this little girl with bison gloves on, and this little boy comes up to her and tries to mess with her, and she's like, oh, oh, and she turns around, she gets a stance, she punches him, kicks him, and just beats him down. Wraps him down. Boxing gloves. And she's got the little pigtail. She looks just like me when I was that age. And the little kid looks like a Varwin. It's hilarious. <laughs> How can you tell what the little kid looks like? He's pummeled to death. He's getting cracked it's down. Hilarious. It is hilarious. I'll give it that, though. It is amazing. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, thank you so much for listening, downloading, watching us. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our RSS feeds. Check us out on questgamingnetwork.com. We've got so much to offer. Come and play with us over at um, Elder Scrolls Online. We're there. You can join our guild. We're having a great time. We've got a TeamSpeak server. We love hanging out with you guys. We love it when we get new people coming on in. And that can be you. Don't be shy. Say hi. Come on in. We'd love to meet you. Uh, to my host, fantastic job. Really, thank you very much. Your, uh, your, your, your words were the best. No, you were... Um, you did, a, you did a great job tonight. I really appreciate all of your candor. Uh, Liz, not so much. No, Liz was the best ever. Um, we got some of oh. <laughs> And you were great. Um, thank you, chat room, for being here. Uh, you kept us strong throughout the entire show. It was a long one, but a great one. Take care, everyone, as always. Be safe. And may the foose be with you. Who's all down?